episode 12 of the Dad Pod Sportscast, a uh, week before the Super Bowl. Uh, I am Kevin on the other end, John and Artie. What's going on, boys? What is up? What is up? The sky is up. Mm. Yes, sky is up. Niners the, uh, are down. Saints, Saints amount of draft picks is up. Yeah, yeah, the, that, that, the, that's the, the thing. The Packers draft war room stock is up and will actually be busier than expected. Mm. And th- hey, there's a game we can play. A freaking buy go. or sell. <laughs> there's a buy there's, or sell. Uh, I'm P- sorry. Yes. PTI. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's around, yes, yeah. Or around the horn, rather. No, no, no it's PTI. You, it was PTI. Buy or sell. There you go. Um, but no, uh, two championship games last week. Uh, one more exciting than the other. One made me want to fucking vomit. But um, yeah. It, it was a fun day for football, kids. Sure was. It was. We spent, what, the first half watching kids fall over all each other? I mean, ironically, that's what we saw during that. During the game, too. Get to see. Yeah, exactly. So Trent Trent Williams pulled a uh, my gym. So yeah, <laughs> pretty much. My, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, but also, no, but um, Kevin, before we go on, I want to give a shout out. Uh, my brother-in-law, Jake, uh, you're listening out there, you know, props to Denver, Colorado. Hey, now, and, uh, his boss, Tom Wenzel, AKA T dubs. What's up boys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you, for, yes, the thank listen. you for listening. And, uh, Hey, Belgium, <laughs> we, we still Belgium. remember. We still you. love you. Belgium. Yes. We'll never forget you. Never, never forget the OGs. Yes. But, uh, moving like, that aside, and we are very thankful for everybody listening. But uh, yeah, no, the the two games, uh, Niners, kind of a victim of some injuries there, which we'll get into. And injuries since, at key positions, as they say. Yes, yes. And the Bengals were victims of forgetting their brain during the last three minutes of that game. Uh, but <sighs> we'll get into it. So uh, I guess we'll start with the Niners against the Bengals and that one hurt fellas. That was, yeah. I mean, listen, you're, you're starting quarterback who is a rookie, who's really your third string quarterback goes down. You're onto essentially what you're in your, in reality, <laughs> yeah. your fourth string quarterback in a championship game in the playoffs. It's, it's not good. I mean, listen, Brock Purdy was not playing like a third stringer. We can all agree on that, but it ain't it from a development play, you know, book understanding, you know, what do you want to go into the season with the expectations? It wasn't, it wasn't good. And, you know, torn UCL for Brock Purdy, his, right. his arms dangling off. And, you know, yeah. I heard on the radio the, the next morning, they're like, I, his, his UCL better be torn. And, and I'm like, Oh, it was, <laughs> it was. <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, you forget you forget the key part. The third the starter who's really the third string or emergency quarterback gets replaced by what's the fourth stringer, and then he gets hurt and gets right. put into the protocol, so he's done. So now you're down to your what sixth string emergency quarterback, which is Christian McCaffrey, which right. I really that would have been interesting. But that that's what I was gonna <laughs> ask you guys. I was gonna say if Christian McCaffrey takes snaps at quarterback, do we really consider him a quarterback? Or do we well, him a wild I've seen him point? throw. Like, I've seen him throw the ball. He can throw the ball. The problem is, how many of those plays did you have 
installed like seven. D- during the during the practice week like two you know what i mean like so i heard someone breaking this down like when look at what happened when mahomes went down for that series um the week before against the bills and chad henney came in and not against the bills oh my god who did they play uh jacksonville jacksonville yes so when he when he got his leg like snapped off or whatever and he had, and he had to come out for like you know what a series or two like Chad Henney stepped right in so like yeah. you can and, tell and that they're led a touchdown drive right like, like, so like yeah. their playbook is geared for whoever's behind court behind under center can run this offense when you're True. switching from from Brock Purdy to Brad Johnson uh, not Brad Johnson Josh Johnson, who is Josh Josh Johnson. Johnson. You're I'm close. sorry. Shades of 2002. I was going to um, say. Same amount um, of NFL teams. Same vibe. Same vibe. Same, you were, you oh, were my not God. <laughs> Journeyman quarterback. That's amazing. But, like, but you can run the same offense. Now you're running Wildcat. You're not, you're not geared for that yet. Or you're no, not the, yet. The Wildcat, you, you didn't, you're not expecting that. At, That's a change at, of pace. At most, not they probably offense. had five to ten plays of Wildcat that they've practiced all season long, and they probably right. practiced That's, the week before right. this game one, maybe two, for shits and giggles that they would throw in as a gadget play. Like, it's just not viable. And, like, somebody else no. made the point, too, with, like, the reason Purdy goes back in, even though his, his elbow's dangling off, is at the end of the day, you need somebody to get in there and call plays like, yeah, you're doing a bunch of pitches and, and tosses and, and running plays. And that's all you can th- run. But like, that's the best option you have that, at that point. That and the illusion of, we all know he's not going to throw, but maybe he's crazy enough to fucking. Pick right. He one. might try you know I mean? here. One, one or yeah. two here. So, so right. Even if you throw a five, five yard out something. Right. It gives you the illusion that at least you're not, you know, that they're not going to run the ball the whole damn time. Even though right. theoretically, you know, he's going to run the damn ball the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the least gives you that. But um, seemingly, like Artie said, he did tear this thing off the fucking bone. Um, they say he's going to be ready for training camp, and that'll be he'll be the guy going forward. But I feel like we're talking about a pitcher. Is like, is right. he going to need yeah, Tommy you're... John surgery? Like, it's possible. It's I, pro- I probably would. I would if I was him for his own career, just because like. You know, I know it's not as dangerous as baseball, but like, I think I would, you know, has there ever been another NFL quarterback that's needed Tommy John surgery? Um, I want to say yes. I think Matt Stafford went through it. So, so Jake Delhomme, Jake Delhomme, yes, that was that before or after the Super Bowl run? Um, Let's see, October 2008, an article. Uh, I don't know. What year did they go to the Super Bowl? Uh, was it 09? Oh, Mushin Muhammad. This this article talks about Mushin Muhammad and DJ Hackett. Oh, oh backs. I know. Oh no, that was, that was before he the the Super Bowl run. Was... Yeah, I think it was Jake Delhomme. Jake Delhomme was 2004. That was that's that was that was oh three. They went to the Super Bowl in two thousand three or two thousand you know four right yeah two thousand four right. So then it was so then that would be after yeah that was after and then that was when his career was already going down the shithole when he was with Browns at that point. Um, No, he was still on the Panthers. No, he was still on the Panthers at the time. But yeah, Panthers. It was just after the Super Bowl run. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well. All right. Anyway, so, that's that's one guy. 
Yeah, as it is. I mean, granted, we we all kind of agreed at at a certain point that we thought the our heart went with the Niner Gang, but uh, we bang, all, bang. yeah, bang bang. Uh, bang bang. I'm just I'm honestly rest, kind of surprised though. Looking, I mean, I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but looking at the spread at this game, I'm actually kind of surprised it was two and a half. Well, I mean, yeah, they. I, I agree with you there. Do you I, think there was an emotional letdown by the? the 49ers after the after Purdy got hurt and he got hurt early like it he wasn't like the second quarter down. it was like yeah down. yeah it was early in the first quarter early I, in the I'd game. say I'd say yes um there there was definitely a like there was a loss of control and there's frustration level set in I when when we did get to see after leaving the birthday party and shout out to Jackson for his, his <laughs> yeah, shout out to Jackson. Uh, oh, shout, but, uh, shout out to sh- another shout out to Kristen for uh, scheduling the birthday party at, in, in time for us to miss the bet, the worst of the two games, thankfully. Yes. No, the, the, that was, that was actually smart. Good, good on you for, for scheduling it during the, uh, the known result or the, the quasi known <laughs> result that was the Eagles winning that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, I, I definitely think that there was a bit of a letdown. You, you kind of looked at it and you you saw, you know, what's his name? Uh, Dre Greenlaw throwing freaking haymakers to Boston Scott's chest. You God. saw Trent Williams fucking power slamming somebody like he was the British Bulldog. Um, it, it was fun. <laughs> like there was definitely <laughs> loss of control and. It was over. Uh, it was. Him? It was. Do it might have been over like, before it started, but it was over after it started. It, it was, was over, over soon thereafter. Time. Yeah, I yeah. agree. It was. It didn't take long to see that this game was going one way. Right. Seemingly, Boston Scott has turned into like the Eagles' playoff MVP. So. Boston yeah. Scott. <laughs> Boston Scott. I don't know. Was it, remember? Remember when when Bradshaw and Jacobs were on the Giants together, and it was like Bradshaw was like it was like Earth, and then who's the third back? Earth, wind, and fire. Oh, Derek Ward. Derek, Derek Ward. Remember, remember Ward, Earth, wind, and fire. That's kind of like what it was like. Yes. So I mean, yeah. I mean, you have what? You have Boston Scott, Kenny Gain, uh, Kenny Gainwell, right? That's mm-hmm. his name. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Miles Kenneth Sanders. Gainwell. Oh yeah, no, the rushing and then throw in uh, Trey uh, Trey Lance. Oh my God, Jalen Hurts' ability to run. You know, you got a serious rushing attack yeah, that you, you have do. to account for. Which is crazy because I thought Jalen Hurts would have hurt them more. Hilariously enough, I thought Jalen would have <laughs> hurts them more. Uh, mm. <laughs> wow, the passing uh, game, guys. We're pun- yeah. we're punting all over the place. We need to slow your roll. Yikes! Look, there's, Yikes! There's, there's, Yikes! There there was two games this week. What what are we gonna do? I need um, a dump, I need a dump button for you. <laughs> yeah, I need a yeah timeout button. Yeah, well, um, but um, no, I, I definitely thought that there was gonna be a lot more over, through the air, especially when you had Goddard and Stonata uh, Smith and and AJ Brown, but they were non-factors really. Like it, it was mostly that rushing attack, and it was Hassan Riddick essentially getting blocked by a backup tight end and that yeah made that that made for a quick and easy night there pretty much i mean <laughs> i'm really going to be curious about how kansas city is going to handle this front four i'm really curious i'm i'm curious as to whether or not a traditionally not really a good blocker in travis kelsey is going to handle having Hassan Riddick right in space all game. 
I, I want to know how many sacks Hassan Riddick gets in that Super Bowl. I want to yeah. see how well Chris – I want to see, you know, Chris Jones and the effect of how the Eagles offensive line, you know, on that's him. Fair. That's going to be another fair. key matchup. D preview. Ford. There, preview, there, there's preview. A, preview. Yeah, D, yeah, D Ford, Chris Jones. There, there's a good There's a good amount of people that are going to – they're going to pin the hands back and just fucking fly at people. Right, but, yeah, run, run them. But that's – you want to talk about, like, mirror image quarterbacks – like is Jalen Hurts a better the better running version of Patrick Mahomes and is Patrick Mahomes the better passing version of Jalen Hurts? Like is that is that basically yeah, what who, this is? Who who's who's the more finished article? I guess is the question there. Like who's the more who's the more finished? Pro- probably Mahomes, but uh, you know, I mean, you can't deny that Hurts has been probably be the probably the MVP this year. So right that. So who's more complete this year is, I guess, the question. But um, it, it, it's fun. I mean, like, we'll, we'll find out. Um, I'm not ready to pick a winner yet, to be honest with you. I'm not. Neither am I. I'm, I'm not. I haven't done the deep dive as far as, like, who I believe will win this game and, and actually tabulating, like, matchups and all, all that fun junk. But uh, regardless, I think we're in for a good one. Like, the past couple of years, the Super Bowl hasn't been as great as one would have hoped. You, you got and like even down to the commercials, <laughs> which I know isn't important, but some people watch for just the commercials. Like even the commercials and Super Bowl shows and all that, the halftime shows and all that, hasn't been as great as probably one would have hoped. This year, though, the game should at least be very entertaining. Like. Besides yeah. commercials, besides everything else, the game itself should be should be. No, for sure. No, I sh- I'm looking forward to it. I mean, listen, we'll get to the Chiefs game in a minute, but the the two offenses are high powered. The Philly defense is like nothing we've seen in a in a good number of years. So I'm looking forward to it. But the analysis for that game, like you said, we have to got to do a deep dive. You got to wait and see. You know, you still, still have a week's worth. You got to see who's practicing. Who this is a week where people can get in trouble. Speaking of which, Josh um, Sills, Joe uh, Mixon, well, the, oh, Joe Mixon, Josh Sills. Well, the, the Eagles' yeah. backup lineman is accused of rape. So, Oof. like, you know, yeah, you know, it's you it's know, been a, week. A, it's been a week. A lot for of news. yeah, a lot of things happen during Super Bowl week, like. I don't know. It gets weird. Are are we going to have a Eugene Robinson issue during the Super Bowl? Is is my question. Considering where they're at and considering what they're doing and the proximity to to getting yourself in trouble, are we going to have a Eugene Robinson issue this year? I mean, probably. It's going to get dicey. It's going to get dicey, right? Like, like you're you're an you're an hour flight from Vegas with a with a with a week worth of shit to. Well, this is where you have to have. This is where the veterans step up and go. Listen, you made one, it this far. We got to. It's one game bet, boys. You know, we go we home, can. Let, how bet. about we? Bet how about we win the game? <laughs> how about we? How about we win the game and then we and can then go can to Vegas and blow and, and blow it out? You know. That's true. That that is true. You know um, what I'm saying? 
No, you're you're a thousand percent right. I mean, listen, if it was me and I was a vet in that locker room, like, listen, boys, this may be your only chance you ever get to this game and get even close to sniffing this. And hear me when I say it's d- d- do not stray. Do not like don't worry about the hookers. Don't worry about the don't worry about, you know, going out past past curfew. It's it's five. It's a week like <laughs> next, especially I, next I week. Wanna, it's, it's five days. Yeah. Relax. It's going to be like say... just chill. I want to say the best version of that I've heard is actually came from Willie Colon, and he would that he would when they he would beginning of the season he'd round up all the youngsters in the locker room, and he'd tell them flat out he'd say, "Look, we all got guaranteed money, we all got a contract, we all have our game checks, all that money is coming, but if the playoffs or the Super Bowls on the table, don't fuck up the bag." Right. Don't take, don't take my bag. Don't fuck yeah. up my bag. Yeah. That's and Willie Clone's right. Don't fuck He's up great. the bag. He's so, he was the best. That you know there's a veteran right now in, in somebody's ear right now saying, Look, just just get through Sunday. Like just get past next Sunday and we'll we'll figure it out. It's like there. first of all, get on the plane to 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 Arizona, number one. And then when you get off the plane, stay with your teammates. Don't go anywhere. They don't go. Right. You know, don't when leave do the they hotel. Fly they, fly, they fly out what? Monday? Usually mo- Monday or Tuesday. Um, Sunday or Monday. You know, usually yeah. they both usually come because I think they have media stuff mon- Monday afternoon. Yeah, they have that big media day in the, the stadium or whatever where they're sitting behind those podiums and everyone and their mother asks them questions. Yeah, the twelve the twelve year old kid gets to ask a question. Right, like you know, make a wish all, kid. all the all the dumb shit. Yeah, <laughs> make a wish, kid. No, he's right. Like it's the dumb, all the dumb shit, all the dumb shit. Sure. Like people who so, don't care about football all year, all of a sudden yeah, like, come out and like, ask questions. Like you're gonna you're gonna get fucking Guillermo from fucking Jimmy Kimmel asking some throwaway question. And it's gonna be like, what the fuck was the point? I'm like, right, exactly. What the fuck was the point of this? Like, exactly. I needed a security guard who was fucking cleaning toilets six years ago to ask fucking Patrick Mahomes if hey, he listen, had releases. Listen, if you uh, if you listen to a certain morning show in New York sports talk radio, they have. Um, they have one of the the janitors in the building help them make help help was helping them. They make did, picks. and he was they actually did. doing really. And he, he was, was actually doing really, really well. Real yeah, good, no, which shows no, you the science. You know what? No hate on the. I take it back. No hate on our sanitation workers. No hate on our janitors. Oh, it's you not hate. Are, it's just funny. You, you guys pro- provide a great service. Hell, my mom's a housekeeper. Like I, I get it. Like. That it's the bigger point that is that the, sci- yeah. the science of sports gambling is not science. That's that's what that's that's well, the bigger point here. Yeah, and the bigger point is is like, look, anybody could be a journalist today. Like anybody can play journalist and get credentials to a fucking Super Bowl and ask some questions. Like, no, no, absolutely. You just you just need a Twitter account at this point. Like that that's the reality of it. But mm-hmm. we'll see. Uh, keyboard warriors. Well, yeah. But moving on, uh, we had AFC Championship game. Uh, we alluded to it. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs win 23-20 over the Bengals. Um, <sighs> yeah. yeah. This, yeah. Was, this, was, this was a very this, – listen, this was a very good, entertaining game to watch. Um, oh, no, it was. It was. And, and they and had their shot. They had their – Joe Cool had his shot. Could have won. Bengals had they every set, he, chance to win this game. He, they couldn't he, get he, anything going. 
he threw some he threw two bad balls at the end where that well the the long throw I would consider that more like a punt. That was a punt. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Third, agreed third, third third down punt, but I don't know. But why would you throw the same exact play twice? That like I get it being a punt, but don't throw the same damn ball twice yeah in a row like call a different play if you're gonna just go for it and say it's a punt and throw it away like make it a different play at least like don't don't copy paste like that that's where i'm at like you missed with jamar chase you almost got picked off and then the next play 20 seconds later you're going right back to t higgins running the same exact route i know i know and that's the problem Mm-hmm. That 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 one it couldn't swallow, but that's that's um, the problem right there. Mahomes, he was really good despite that ankle. Like they they taped that son of a bitch up and they fucking shined it up real nice. And he, he was out he there. Didn't, he didn't he run until there. that last that last play where he got the kid. That was he said that was that was like the hardest run. And he was like he grinned his teeth, gritted his teeth, and bared it and ran for that first down out of bounds. Of course, well, when Osai freaking. Yeah, had he not fucking blindsided him or hit him like a. F- uh, yeah, when you see the guy going out of bounds, he's got the yardage. Just pull up. Like, you, you, there's nothing you can do. He's already going out of bounds. What are you doing? Gonna, like, I, right. Just pull up. They're gonna, it was dumb. They're going to call that every damn every time. time. Is it a not bad call? Time. Is it a bad call? Yeah, it's not a great. It's just not a play we see, like. Yeah, but- I, don't, I don't like seeing that play called deciding games. But the thing is, I don't. It's a known rule. Any quarterback's going to get that call. But look, if Pat Mahomes is running out of bounds, do everything in your power to not hit him like a middle-aged lady in a Lexus in Lindenhurst. Like that, that is. Yeah, that's. Excuse you. Oh, boy. (laughs) That is is my. uh, my First of all, it's Jerry. Listen, be honest. Octogenarian. Okay. Octogenarian, yeah, fine. That's that's a little more accurate. It's only the old people in the sound that have money. I mean, <laughs> that's fair enough. That's, that's all it's all the boo- the boomers are the only one that have the money. Uh, in the everybody fair. else is everybody else is taxed out of wealth. It it was a great game though. Like, uh, be, no, it really was. The ending, besides the ending, it was a great game, and I like we were going back and forth during the game, and like we were saying, twenty seven twenty. 2720 and it looked like it was going to be at a point it looked like he had a shot to make a 2720 again like burrow was there he was close he had it within his hands if he if they started the game uh, he was just such he was garbage not that the not that the chiefs were much better in the first half but he was just he played such a shit first half and like the Chiefs were so ha- – they were gettable in the first half, as were the Bengals. Like, that game was, like, very – it kind of felt like that they were dancing around, like, two boxers kind of, like, just throwing light jabs for the first three rounds, like, feeling each other and, out. Like, that's how it felt the first quarter. Right. That's See, that I agree. Like, feel yeah, how are we doing this, feeling it, you know. But then, then once – like oh yeah, what the second quarter can't now? It's, yeah, now then they start, started throwing touchdowns. Yeah, that's when they started now we start hooks and uppercuts, right? But it now, took a quarter and a half for that to happen, right? Because you know you don't want to tip your hand too early. You know you're feeling everything out. Plus these teams have played each other a lot over the last couple of years, so you're getting you know I getting to, some. I actually went to go Google like the um the stats for the game, and I literally just typed AFC Championship game, and for some reason when you click on the the link for the ESPN.com. Um, mm-hmm. 
the recap of the game, it brings up last year's. Does it really? <laughs> no, I don't know why it kept doing. I did it like three times to make sure I wasn't crazy, and it kept that's, doing that. Like, and I, and I, you don't even realize that you're like Bengals or Chiefs, and I was like twenty seven, twenty. No, yeah, Bengals didn't win the game. Like, yeah, no, that didn't that didn't happen. <laughs> did no, I just wake not. up from a dream? Like, what just what just happened? Yeah, no, definitely not. So, but so, yeah. uh, so now we got Chiefs against the Eagles in the Super Bowl, like we said, we'll go conduct a deep dive and and all the analysis and investigation and you know, put on our thinking caps for, for next week. We'll, but... we'll, we'll also, as a little preview, at least a pet project of mine is I will give, you know, two or three really good, you know, parlays and prop bets and you know, we'll we'll definitely talk about the stupid prop bets like over under on the national anthem, which is always a great, great <laughs> prop bet. Always um, a stupid bet to make, but whatever. On. It's well, the dumbest well, bet. Well, hold on, make. hold on. It's that Chris and the coin Stapleton. flip. It's Chris Stapleton singing the national anthem this year, right? Take the over. Just I'm going to tell you right now. I'm gonna yeah, take the over. yeah. It, it's going to be over two and a half. I, it's going to be over the two and a half minutes or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. So. Chris Stapleton singing it. Yeah, it's going to be over two and a half. So we'll talk about all that, all those fun things next week. But just, just be ready. Be ready with your betting hats on, your dancing shoes on, friends. Yeah, it's it's over two and a half, and it's going to be tails. First, and the first play, the the first play is going to be a a freaking structured run to Jarek McKinnon. First of all, the first play of the game is going to be a kickoff, and I think technically first get, play is going to be a kickoff. Oh, what is that? What is that? Minus forty. They get that. Is that minus forty-seven million? I mean, every, Jesus Christ! Thank you, Arthur. Thank every you. goddamn year, I yell it. I'm like, the first play is a kickoff. Like this fucking governor. This here, listen, this that's listen, like taking a team plus a half a point. I mean, come on. Of course, they're going to win by a half a point. Like, I mean, come that's on. Why I have, that's why half a point is not a line. There's no such thing as one, a one point or a half a point line. I I learned that this year in all my expert um, betting, you know, on all my yeah. education on Ta- FanDuel. I was taking, like, wait taking a, second. a team, taking a team plus a half or minus a half is like, well, no shit. That's a good like, right, Yeah. Like, we call that the you. money line. Like, thank yeah. you, Arthur. Thank yeah, you just, for teaching us ugh, the God. rules of football. You know what? I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> that's it. That's enough. Yeah. Uh, that's enough podcasting for this week. <laughs> Where, where's your dump button? <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Can... What the hell? I just, I just justified the the need, the need for a dump the button. Need, right, exactly. Oh man, burn up, but um, so now let's one one thing I want to do because this is going to tie into what we're gonna one of the things we have on here is the NFL rigged or not that third down play <laughs> the extra third down the fifth down as they were saying the fifth down I mean Ron Torbert had a an explanation it was like shit. the ball was the ball was placed the clock was running it shouldn't have been running but then it wasn't wasn't running like I don't know it seemed a little fishy. Then some. Then what's his? Someone made a fake Twitter account for that guy from Anchorman, Champ Champ Kind, yes. and tweeted <laughs> out that like Ron Torbert didn't know that his son placed a bet for the Kansas City Chiefs money line, <laughs> and then Twitter just ran away with that. And then people were like, "Guys, it's fake." I don't know. The NFL is not the, the NFL is not rigged to the point where you know everyone's paid actors, but I you can't tell me that. 
leagues and not just the NFL in particular, that leagues don't prefer certain teams in their championship oh, games. Absolutely. I'm, I'm yes. I'm going to borrow a a logical argument that that a certain other yeah sports talk radio host in this town makes a point constantly and i actually tend to agree with him on this one um for a baseball announcer he's uh pretty accurate you all know who i'm talking about when he says something to the effect of you know do you, you would think that these sports leagues they can't be rigged because they would they would want new york and la and dallas and miami in the championship the finals in the nba and the and the super bowl right the They'd biggest market here right the biggest markets all year all the time every year right right you know you, you you're telling me you wouldn't want you know yankees boston in the alcs every year like all right come on all right but but to the point uh did you guys happen to see the boston la basketball game a couple days ago yes the, the yes. foul the non-call against lebron right, james yes the Sh- shout out for LeBron for giving me a couple of wins on a uh, fan yes. Thank, thank yeah. you. Yes. Good job, shout out good to job that. LBJ. I'm also I'm I'm really sweating. I'm sweating in under right now, so if I'm a little distracted, I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> I understand that feeling. But the ref that stunned that game, uh, you want to check Twitter and see what jersey? His yes, I saw. Yes, I saw. Boston Celtics jerseys. I saw. Yes. You want to know the record of the Boston Celtics in the 30 games that that yeah, it's like it's like 29 and one. I was gonna say, is it at least 27 and three? Because it's yeah, it's it's like it's like something like 25 and five, 26 and four. Excellent, so it might not be rigged, but if you got a rooting interest, you you can make it work if if you really wanted to. Like, you can, I mean, look, Tim Donahue, freaking took money on some games for a good five-year period he's in jail now but he made those games work the way he wanted to dick bavetta freaking did it too so like can you you can like if you really wanted to like you can you can influence quote unquote the game in a way that gives you plausible deniability but those in know and those who have been watching this shit for long enough will will be able to kind of point at it and be like, ha, ha, there, over there. That's it. I just used my free $10 bet on FanDuel for Knicks minus four and a half live. We're up by five on Miami right now. I know I'm well, being really dumb. So, so the, the, so, all right. Before we get back into that, and I, I agree, Kevin, I totally. You're 100% right. You are, yes. It is not even a question. But I have to tell you what I did tonight, and Uh-oh. so <laughs> so according to one of my buddies, who, uh, what do you call it? I I met him on Discord, uh, gambling Discord, and we like there's the four of us. We branched off and made our own little group chat, right? So every okay. night we we post play. Oh, we like this. We like this. Whatever. So this guy's a big stats guy. Like he's a he works in a financial like company. Whatever he does finance. So he has like spreadsheets upon spreadsheets upon spreadsheets and data. So he comes up to him and he's like, listen, Pacers tonight, they play the Lakers. They never score more than 116 points. They haven't done it in 30 games. So we're like, all right, whatever. So what? So I laddered down from 118 and a half to 113 and a half. I put in one, two, three, four, five, six different bets. 
So under under 118 and a half, hundred under 117 and a half, 16 and a half, 15, 14, and 13 and a half, that the Pacers would score that. Okay. The Pacers scored tonight in the first three quarters, they scored 35, 32, and 29. They scored only 15 points in the fourth quarter and missed like 15 straight shots. They scored 111 points. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be damned. He, so the man, there's a, the, that's science. That I I can't believe that that actually hit because I looked and I said they were go. They had a hundred points with like five minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. And I went, I am dead. I am dead in the water, and this just came through. To steal a line I've used before, my mouth is a gape. I, I'm not even. I'm like, we're we're talking like I'm like we're talking in this group chat right now. He's like, I I don't even know what to say because this shouldn't have happened. It's like it's it's like there's just maybe there is a god and it's just a sports god. Maybe like, it's this guy. I don't know. Like because he literally said he was like sports guys. Hold on, where's where's the analysis? Hold on one second. I want to see this. Ultimately, fellas. Yes. yes. Sports is sports. Sports is sports. But sports, sports is also is sports. entertainment. Sports, sports is gambling is real entertainment. Yes, exactly. So I, you gotta, you, you, I mean, I never would have cared about this game other than the fact that I had money on it. That's, like, why, I, right. that's why sports gambling is so bad. I never would have cared about it. I never would have mm. cared about it. And this is the thing where like, it's going to suck me back in. Where it's like, I'm done. Don't worry about it. And now it's like, but you can do this. They thought you now, were now, 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 Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not. Re- I'm not retiring off of this number. But like, I mean, Jesus Christ! Like, this never should have happened. Mm. I mean, State, it's a nice steak dinner. Golden State plus four and a half feels good. Let's do that. Oh God! <clears throat> Paul George, Norman Powell, and Drew Holiday parlay to score twenty points each. No, Let's they, go. Let's no, go they, oh God! I took Jokic to have a triple double straight up. Because mm. that's not the, a bad one. They're playing. They're they're literally playing like the B team aside from Curry and Wiggins, like you know whatever. But I'm just Denver. Denver's a first place team. I know. I am just. I I I can't. I can't. Yep. There it is. It already. They already paid it out. Okay. I don't hate that at all. I'm my my mouth is agape at the moment. One Lakers my beat the Pacers. You miss you missed the headline. The Lakers beat the Pacers one twelve to one eleven. <laughs> yes, yes, like, and then the Lakers actually came back in this game. I they know. were down. They I were know. down. And I was oh been watching God. this on the on the game cast the whole time and freaking out. I can't. Hey Artie, how yes. do you feel? About, how do you feel about? Uh, AC Milan plus 280 over Inter Milan this weekend. Oh, Lord. How do you feel about that? I mean, I feel I feel away. Um, he feels he feels feelings. He feels feelings. Yeah. Well, hold on a second. Is is uh, Benacer going to play Benacer? I can't never know how to pronounce uh, it. Yeah, Ishmael. Yeah. Benacer. Ishmael. Ishmael yeah, Benacer. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Is. Well, uh, if if it makes you feel better, it's plus two forty five for a draw. Aren't they playing? Aren't they playing Tottenham this weekend? Uh, they already midweek. played midweek. Midweek. They're they're playing, playing, oh, they're, they're playing, playing Inter on Sunday. Yes. And they're playing so, Tottenham. Okay, I was going to say there's Tottenham's a playing Man City on Sunday. Well, 
the, Todd, okay. there's champions. Uh, there's Champions League resumption starts oh. um next oh. Tuesday. There's, Excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, there's still well, well, no, 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 I was no, like, no, there's no, a Champions no, no. League match coming up against Tottenham, isn't there? And I, I thought it was this week. It's next week. So, mm. it's I was I was off by by well, a couple right, of calendars. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, hold I take on. okay. You... So um, I take I take Milan on this game. AC Milan all day. Um, all right. Well, and, all right. Um, so yeah, you got what you got. Chelsea against Fulham. Chelsea is minus one sixty. Talk about can't even talk about Chelsea right now. Arsenal's minus two forty over Everton. Everton's at plus seven hundred. Chelsea's in tenth. Is still in tenth place. It's disgusting. And they lost. They they lost and lost the let lost two other last three matches. They drew. You know it's a you you know it's a good bet right there. Man City Leeds Leeds United over Nottingham Forest. Leeds at one seventy. I would take that. I would take that all day. Nottingham Forest, though they are, uh, they they've been decent. They have been bad. You know what? Write it down. Put it down. Give me. No, that's actually not good value. Sorry, I'll just shut up. No, no, go, no. go. I'll give, no, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna say Leeds, uh, Leeds double chance, but it's minus two ten. That's not. No, good. that's too much. That's too much. No, right, I know what you're right. saying. I know what you're saying. You know what? No, screw it. Give me Leeds draw no bet. Minus one hundred six. <laughs> write it oh down. My God, <laughs> go. Write it. Write it down. Draw no bet. I'll take it. I'll take that action. <gasps> oh wow. yes, Leeds oh. draw no bet. This Give is me what it. we're gonna get into now. This. Oh is, wait, this I have. Be... So so I have I have another one that we got to touch on. So you know you know what's happening this week in in the world of golf is the AT T Pebble Beach Pro Am, correct? Yeah. Yes. Jordan Jordan Spieth is at plus seventeen hundred. Oh. Hold on, let's get so back like, into so golf. Like, I, I love, so I love golf, me some, I love me some golf, golf betting. Golf I love me some golf betting. So, <laughs> golf betting is Jeff's kiss disgusting. Ooh. Like it's because uh. it's all the odds are so disgustingly good, but it's because the odds are terrible. Wait, yeah. basically, there's like thirty guys. There's like thirty guys that can win this. Like shortest odds are Keith Mitchell plus seven hundred. Don't ask me why he's he's number one. Victor Hovland is second at plus a thousand like this is where we're at right now with with this we're, here's a name for you where's scott stallings on that list he's right under speed to not plus bad 2, not two plus two thousand that's a good that, i was gonna say that's, that's another bet. good solid that's bet a decent bet I, fitzpatrick is a plus 1500 is right above speed um mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, love me some golf mm-hmm, Where, where's kuchar at cooch cooch is oh god he's far down um if Cooch is anywhere at like plus six, plus five, I take that bet. Plus no, seventy five hundred. Yeah. Uh, that. No, uh, no, nah, nah, you got to you got to stay in the top twenty. Like a Justin Rose at plus forty one hundred is not a bad bet right there. Like, um, you see, it all depends. On, yeah, it's there's a lot of this, random guys in this, this tournament. This, this is, is but I love how- the. I love this the program. This is going to show how degenerate we are to our to our listener base right now. I know. Oh, is just there, wait until we is, just wait until we start baseball and I start giving you first fives. Is, oh shit, those are <laughs> oh, awesome. Those are so sick. Just is, wait until we start there, getting the baseball. I crushed is, baseball last year. Is there golf prop bets? Um, yes, yes but not maybe not in the way you're thinking. I I don't remember, but yes, there are some prop bets. Like when the Masters is like closer, you'll have like 
See, okay. You'll have like someone hits a hole in one on that, 17. But, like but the best, like some, some of the most addicting golf betting is best ball, especially in the first round. So yeah, like, okay. so like you pick out of a group of, of the, you know, the starting threesomes, like pick, they'll have the pairings. You pick the guy who's going to have the best score out of those three and you parlay those. Oh my God. It's like crack. It is. It is yeah, not even. That, like, it's not that even makes close. you. It's, you're glued. Like when you do that, you're like, I can't stop. Watching. I've never won one of those, but I've come close so many times. It just it keeps get making me come back. I'm not even kidding. That's hilarious. Yeah. That so. Awesome. So yeah. So, so all right. So that so that was that. Um. Yeah, I I won a hundred bucks for, for that dumb shit tonight. That that's yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean that's, that's great. Are you kidding? That me? is amazing. That's, that's, that's fabulous. Solid, that's a solid night out. You know what I mean? Like that's a solid, a solid night out. Don't mess with that's me, New York. Nick. All right, Nick's got six minutes to go. They're up seven. <laughs> I got the minus four and a half on the heat. <laughs> this is paying out like nothing, but I don't care. It's just well, it's, it's money. So it's now, extra, be- it's extra. It's extra shekels. Now because John has got me to look at it, I've looked up now a uh, baseball, and I've looked up the. Uh, Regular season win bets. Oh God! Don't, 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 don't do that to yourself. <laughs> don't go see like that's where you got to stay away from because that's just like that's just like I'm throwing a hundred on like Mets like over eighty seven and a half or some shit like you you can't. Now what is it? What is it? What is it? Okay, fine. Now, oh, is, now you're curious, right? Now you're stop. curious. All right, give me, the, give me, give me, is, give me, it? give me some teams. Go ahead. New York Mets. Nine plus oh, plus eighty nine. Oh and God. No, the Mets no, and the Yankees no. have the same total. Ninety-four and a half. Shut oh, the fuck up. Oh. Under, under. I know. So hammer the under, under on that. That's under dangerous. is minus one ten. Over is fucking plus one ten. Ow. Oh my god, I wouldn't touch that. Yankees are the over is minus one ten, and the under is also. Minus one ten. Yeah, no, it's it, it's not fun. Like I looked at it and I was like, none of this is fun. None no. of these are none of these are good. Uh, no, Mets, you, you, okay, so you can you can take on Fanduel. They have the Mets or the Yankees to win the World Series. So you can you can either take oh, that God. the two of Fuck them, that. one of them to win the World Series plus three thirty, or the field at minus four forty. Huh. I like I like that. I like that. That's not bad. <laughs> who who are you taking though? Are you taking the field or are you taking the taking, taking the field? The are you kidding me? No, yeah, that's not bad odds. Five minus four forty is not bad. You drop four hundred and forty dollars to win a hundred. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you drop you drop. You know, you're not drop. You're gonna make a. You're not making much on it, but like it's safe. That's a safe. Like I'm investing oh, my man. money in, in this. Like that's 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 term investment. That's Please a, do not say a, that. Don't say that. We do not condone my fi- gambling. My like fucking that. financial advisor would literally hang me for saying those words. Jesus Christ. Hey, Katie Coleman, please don't shoot me. Thank you. Love you. Oh this my is a, God. yeah. Shout, we, shout we out a- Mary Kate Mary Catherine Coleman at LPL Financial. She's a real one. Yeah, we, we, we took a we took a left turn in Albuquerque somewhere along this podcast. Well we yeah. keep, well that's because I had to talk about my degeneracy. But um it's over now, but whatever. Um, I have other stuff out there tonight, but not as exciting. Um, 
actually, you know what? You want to talk about gambling? Let's talk about the NFL salary cap. How about that? Uh, that's that's uh, that's uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's real. That that's real. Uh, fake money and cooking the books. If you really want to talk yeah, about no, that, finances, that is, that is that is corporate espionage and corporate like, so finagling to the mass. Degree. So so remember when Amazon signed on to be the new host of Thursday Night Football and gave the NFL just an ass load of money. I still have the magnet on my fridge of the schedule. Uh huh. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. I absolutely. So do. the cap went up. 16.6 million from 208.2 to 224.8 which is like the biggest jump in huge it's rel- fucking it's relative it's so you know so they added the 17th game they have had to yeah they had a, to add at least a bigger a bigger um what do you call it a, a bigger uh tv package means more money for these clubs sure. that is a huge number um that helps really, a lot of teams and so that, now and really the only piece of news that aside from the number is teams have until 4 p.m on march 15th to get under the cap before they can talk to any free agents that's it so the jets the jets are 1.3 million dollars over the cap right but now this can make but now once you know the number now you can make your moves yeah now you know now, now you know you, what you need now you know what not to hit essentially Exactly. You know where you need, you know, you know, you might have had an idea of who you were going to cut, but, you know, you weren't sure, you know, but but then again, like now that you're moving up to 224, Mm -hmm. suddenly what was Albatross contracts and this and that and oh, we'll never move this guy because you'll hang us by our nuts for making these moves. Now those moves are fucking manageable. Like. You're right, exactly. That, like that's. Oh, so let's I don't know, let's man. so let's talk about. I have over the cap up. So let's talk about right now. Moving. Let's into next talk year. about it. Let's, let's talk do about it. it a little bit. So the top Health. top five teams with a f- actual and effective cap space um, for actual. next year. Actual cap space. Bears. <laughs> People Falcons. who are not fucked. Yeah, Bears. <laughs> Bears have ninety million dollars in cap space. Hmm. Falcons at fifty six. Giants. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Before the the new cap space or after? It? No, this is after. So now uh, yeah, this yeah. is over over the cap dot com has has the two twenty four point eight. So Bears have ninety million of cap space, almost ninety one. Falcons of fifty six, Giants of forty four, Texans of thirty seven, and Bengals of thirty five. So effectively, those are and those are actually the the top five. With they, there's they have an effective cap space because of dead. I guess of dead. No, it's not a dead money issue, but. So- all right, so Giants have to restructure a deal with. State so Giants Giants have, the Giants have $44 million to spend. So they, and remember, they, they paid Daniel Jones what? Like a f- couple, you know, they paid Daniel Jones a couple of mil they this year. Him, they paid him. Um, they paid him. Was, pan con pinga. Like, <laughs> that's what they yeah, paid. He was on he year was, four, right? He was on year four of his deal? Yeah, yeah, because they didn't pick up his fifth year uh, option. Hold yeah, on one second. So Daniel Jones earned. They don't even have him listed right now. No, because he's a free agent technically. He yeah. earned. He, he, he earned in base salary just under a million, but then he had a bonus. He earned. He earned about four million dollars this year. So, in total, he earned about twenty-five million dollars on his rookie deal. Wow, his cap number was only eight million. That's insane. Right. Which is again bonus. why you. 
again, why you try and win when the quarterback is making literally no money. Nothing. Yeah, right. I mean, but here's their free agents that just came off of their, their books. Saquon, Daniel Jones. Well, they're, um, they're trying Sterling. to get a deal done with Saquon now, right? Like well, supposedly, they supposedly they well they offered him the Nick Chubb contract, and right. he turned that down. But apparently, they are resuming talks. That's what I heard this morning. They like that they had resumed talks, and they're starting to negotiate with him. But they still haven't reached out to Daniel Jones. Like that. That's the last I heard. I don't know how right. accurate that is, though. And I, I hadn't heard the number as to what you know, and and also to it, it sounds harsher than it is where they haven't talked to James. I'm sure they have. It's just like right. nothing's gone anywhere yet. Like I'm sure there there's negotiations happening. It's just you know nothing sexy to report. That's why they say what they say. Do you think Jones comes back? Yeah, I think both teams want each other. I think both sides think, want each other. I think he's going to now. The question is, is he going to get 20, 30 or 40 million a year? And I think it, I think he'll I think they'll give him like a three year, you know, I think 70, get, 75 million, you know, with like 40 yeah, million guaranteed, get, 45 million guaranteed. He'll, something like that. he'll get to he'll get low to mid 20s. I, I think he's gonna. If, I think with roster bonuses and performance bonuses, somewhere probably. Him, I, I say between twenty-five, 30. somewhere between twenty-five and thirty. Maybe maybe they t- maybe it touches eighty-two and a half million three years, something I'm, like that. Now I'm just curious because I would love to have Saquon back with Jones, but I would not want to sacrifice Jones to have Saquon back because okay. I prefer. The I don't back. want this to turn into the Ezekiel Elliott situation. Because they had they they've had to let guys go because they paid Zeke first, and you know, and not it, for nothing. The running back is look at what injury notwithstanding. Look at Tony Pollard. He came out of nowhere right. and was better. You know, you could find a running back. Brees Hall was not a first rounder. You know, like I mean, not not for nothing. I mean, keep it within the division. Look at the commanders or the Redskins or whatever you want to call them. Like right. Gibson, Gibson, Brian Robinson. Right. Brian Robinson was came out of nowhere to make Gibson pretty much irrelevant by the end of the year. You know what I mean? Like right. Oh, I agree. And, and Gibson had got paid too beforehand. So you can like you said, you can find a running back. You can find a damn good running back for next to nothing if you really wanted to. Uh, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, I, well, I think it's so silly. Fuck, you know, like, you, I mean, you're not spending thirty million, twenty, another twenty-five. No, you're not spending half of your your salary cap on your your empty salary cap. You know, your 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 cap space on on your running back. Like, I'm sorry, that's obscene. Well, that's obscene. Well, even then, there's guys out there, and it's happened more often than not. There's guys out there that, for whatever reason, don't click on one team move from that team and then suddenly become freaking all pros. So like, I mean, not for nothing. Duke Johnson was one of them Yeah. That, at the time. Like Jarek McKinnon is one. Now Corderell Patterson is one that's doing it in Atlanta. Like there, there's guys out there that can, I'm sure they can, can draft up. someone in the fourth round who will probably right. be adequate. Like, I'm sorry. Like I just, I don't buy this. Unfortunately, like I don't buy this whole, like I need to pay my running back. Like it just, no. I don't want, I agree uh, with John. Like I don't, the Ezekiel Elliott thing is so stupid. Like, no, the, like what a the, waste of money. And that's why the, the, the Cowboys would have been in the NFC championship game. If Ezekiel Elliott is not on their roster, not making the money he's making, they would have had the, more players. They would have had better wide receiver talent. They'd be, they'd be, they'd be in the NFC championship game. 
Oh, no, I agree with you. I think the days of a bell cow running back are pretty, like, besides a handful of guys like a uh, Ecker in uh, San Diego or L.A., rather, um, Christian McCaffrey, like, there are a handful of guys who are still that type of, like, demand and command that elite money, but it's because they make themselves viable as a receiver as well as a running back. Like, you look at a Dalvin Cook, he'll, he's a dude. You look at a, a McCaffrey, he's a guy like that. You look at, you know, you look at your um, your Ecker out in, in, in Chargers, he's a guy. But, like, those guys are few and far between now. Like, the shelf life of a, of a tried and true old school, give me the ball 25 to 30 times a game running back, it's, it's just not there anymore. You're, you get a, you get a running back now for four to five years. And then after that fifth year, you're crossing fingers and crossing toes, hoping that produ- that production doesn't go down or hoping he doesn't get hurt within those first five years to make this shit all irrelevant. You know what I mean? Like that. No, I like, agree. We, we saw it with Saquon. Saquon got hurt within those first five years. And, a lot of people were like, "Well, is he ever going to be the same? Is he ever going to be the same type?" Right. Of he basically pack? missed. Like, he basically missed two years, and people were ready to throw him out of the building. Right. right. And yeah, Christian McCaffrey too. He he got hurt. He had the hamstring issues, and people were like, "Well, fuck it. He's done. He's cooked." And people were ready to get rid of him. And ultimately, like Christian McCaffrey, who for all intents and purposes was a fucking monster of a running back and a pass catcher at the backfield and was the primary like focus of your offense for what, three, four years, you shipped this ass out to San Francisco and you got Dick in return. Like, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you got Dick in return because of that mindset of, well, running backs are expendable. And for, for what it's worth, I mean, what they, they had Chubba Hubbard there and, things break differently the panthers are a playoff team so like you can't say they were wrong like right no you're right it, yeah in a shitty division they they were that close you know how right. much better how much how much worse off would they have been in the playoffs versus the bucks but you're right a couple of bounces right. one way or another and they would have been there yeah right so it's, like, it's just it's silly like you have to allocate you have to understand like where the money has to be properly allocated in today's NFL. And like just the running back position is in that level. It's just not, it's not smart money. It's, it's antiquated thinking. It's Jerry Jones, like not getting out of the 20th century. Like, ugh. well, he, he was, he's the reason why we had fucking bell cow running backs and people believing like, Hey, you need to give a running back the ball 35 times a game. Right. Hey, what? If it wasn't for him doing that shit with Emmett and paying Emmett top level dollar as a running back, like we wouldn't have seen this become a thing with Terrell Davis and with Rodney Hampton and with all the other dudes who started to get paid after the fact. Ricky Waters, all those guys started getting paid after the fact after Emmett became a thing. You know what I mean? You know what it was too. That's a different time. That's a different NFL. Different the the not that there wasn't passing, but the the. the the game wasn't geared towards throwing like, no. you know, you could tackle a wide receiver and it wasn't pass interference. You could hit a quarterback like the, the running offense was still a novelty. Like, right. The run, the running game was more of an essential plan in the game, not just change of pace that most teams use sure. it as now. 
but I agree with what you're saying. Like now the problem and, and all it is, it's, it's shifted where the running back used to make all the money or the wide receiver used to make all the money. Now the quarterback makes all the money, which I guess it, it's, he's the most important player on the field. I get it. But you see these teams with these deals and it hampers them to the point where restructure, restructure. We got to cut this guy because we signed this guy. Like, you know, it becomes a problem. And I don't know if there's a solution for it. Like there's maybe a separate salary cap or like it doesn't count towards your cap, you know, like, but it can only take up certain, a certain percentage of your cap. Like let's say you sign a guy, it can only take up, it can only, you can only use up to 20% of your cap, but it doesn't count against your cap. So you can't sign a guy for, you know, $700 million. Got it. But, Got it. you know, you sign a guy for $200 million, but it doesn't count against your cap, but you can't exceed that. So it kind of caps it. Now, Union wouldn't go for that because it's like, well, screw you. You're capping my money. You know, I'm capped at what the, at a percentage of what the salary cap is. That's bullshit. But, you know, Sometimes I, it comes down to I, I look at these teams and I go, you gave this quarterback all that money. Now it's easy to nitpick the Russell Wilson move, but think about what the Jets are, th- are going to about to do, or maybe trade for Aaron Rodgers. He's due sixty million dollars this year. Like yeah, that's that that's just you so, know it's it's a lot you, of did, did it's a big the, investment. Did you see? For, first of all, Twitter is um, Aaron Rodgers and Joe Joe Douglas is freaking trending on Twitter. Because he turns, he comes out and says he's apparently, according to in NFL insiders, he's people in the league says that the Jets general manager Joe, Joe Douglas quote will go all out in order to trade for Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, according to no, you know, Pro Football Network, Pro, Pro Football Focus. Like, come on, I, I don't know, like. <sighs> I can't. But what is go? All, but what is go all out? And what are you giving up? Like that. See, that's my question. Like what you know, I'm just curious. Like, I I I'm I'm bringing up. I need to bring this up. Like, hold on, Jets, 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 Jets. Okay. What do you What do you want? What do you want to know? Their draft picks. They have a first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth this year, and the sixth yeah, isn't can, even theirs. They, now, they what are they, they going to do? Solid. Yeah, they got okay. They got one in every round, basically. No, but I'm trying to. But like, they don't have an abundance of draft picks. No, 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 they do not. No, they they have the normal amount for the most part. Like, so like, really think so what are you going like, to do this not, year's? So what this year's and next year's ones? So this year's and next year's ones and what a two? Like what is it going to take? Like I still really, think you're, I still think if my if my if I'm Joe Douglas and Woody Johnson is not a factor, which I understand is not the reality we live in, but if I was Joe Douglas and I basically had essential f- full control of the f- of the franchise uh, my i would really 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 be very careful trading two first round picks for a 40 year old quarterback who's only going to probably play two years maybe three if you're lucky and i'm probably oh we've if, been down this road right and listen i listen far before he got hurt would have been was good jets would have made the playoffs they would have been a good team that year don't think they were a super bowl team but they were they would have been a good team probably made it to the divisional round sure. and lost so whoop de fucking do like that's not what i'm looking for i've been i've been down right. this road as a jets fan and and the jets 
you know, teams have been down this road. Like, I'm not looking to be the flash in the pan with Rex Ryan again. Like, oh, we make two AFC championship games in a row. We lose both of them. And then we fucking we're out of the playoffs after that. And we're an abysmal franchise. Like, I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for the Patrick Long-term Mahomes, long- Kansas yeah. City Chiefs, Justin Herbert in 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 L.A., I'm looking for Josh Allen in Buffalo. I'm looking for Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. I'm looking for yeah, franchise quarterback, 24 longevity. years old, who I'm going to have for a decade. That's what I'm looking for. And you know what? You fucked up with Sam Darnold and you fucked up with Zach Wilson. So, yes, it, 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 you know what? Rodgers is not the answer. Like, And I'm just tired of like, well, we screwed up our draft pick, so let's put a Band-Aid on it. But like mortgage the future to put a Band-Aid on it. Like, If you don't have to mortgage the future, then I don't give a shit. Then that's fine. Put a band-aid on it so you keep your job long enough to draft your net the next yeah, quarterback. But, fine. But like you can't mortgage the future what, and put a band-aid on it that's only gonna last two years. Well, I'm sorry. Right. That's right. Cause how long is he honestly gonna stay? Like Three? even like until right. 40. He's not if you're lucky. If you're, if you're lucky. lucky and be effective. That's the other part of it. Is right. he gonna you're, be good? You're just... No. Tom Tom but Brady just... is not the norm. I I, I, I hate no. to say I hate to say it too. Winning games is going to matter too. I'm not saying that he, if he came here, the Jets, the Jets roster has talent; they could win games. But if they go, but if they go on like you know some eight and nine, nine and eight season or whatever, he'll be gone. People are going to be pissed. He'll yeah, be gone. You're underachieving. Be- They're going to jump on him, and it's going to be. And then he'll he'll be out of here. He'll just retire. Because what does he? And then, what, and then what's the point of that? What was the whole point? Right. Of that? Well, that's the whole you thing. Kick- you kick the fucking can down. Like, I hate saying it because we right say it all re- the time on the podcast. Kick the can down the road the and right. you reset. And now you reset again. And now you need a quarterback again. And Joe Douglas need a head. You're going to need a head coach again. And you're probably going to like, you, and you just hit on it. You're probably going to need a front office again. So these last six or seven years are all for nothing. This is why I get frustrated because it's the same cycle. And like, you know, the Ryan Fitzpatrick experiment to like bridge us from, from Sam Darnold to whatever's next. Like, Look, you know, but like, I mean, from whoever should have been given more fucking time ultimately. Yeah, right. but, he was a then, journey, but he was still a journeyman. Like he was, he was a bandaid, but it was, was one of those things where it, it wasn't, but, it was but he a, wasn't an expensive bandaid. Exactly. Like, it was that an was okay. Bandaid. Right. And then you draft So then you draft your guy and then you literally give him no help. You hire the worst possible coach you could have and you give him no help. Right. And then they go, well, he's just bad. Well, what did you expect? You hired the quarterback. Exactly. And, and what, like, whatever, like, it's just, you hired the worst possible. You set him up in, you set up a rookie with the worst possible coach. What did you expect was going to happen? Right. You know why he saw ghosts because he didn't give him a fucking line. that was going to protect him. Like he didn't have an offensive line. And he didn't, and he didn't have a wide receiver to throw to. Like I, I yeah. it's so sad. Cause I think the jets actually have like a decent n- roster. Like that is easily fill fillable with draft picks at the right positions, good drafting and, a, and a quarterback. Like, that's what gets frustrating is like when you're like, oh, the defense, like we have a good, like we have a good secondary on defense. We have a decent defensive line, you know, line outside of CJ Mosley, the, the rest of the front seven is not great, but like you have CJ Mosley, you have Carl like, Lawson, you have, yeah. you know, John Franklin Myers and, and Quinn and Williams. And then like, okay, maybe we need to like fill in the gaps a little bit. And maybe we but, need like, you know, but realistically, realistically, the jets are, and 
this is the poison pill. You guys are legitimately a good quarterback away from making the playoffs. We're a good and quarterback away from competing with the Bills for the division and right. the and the Bengals and the Chiefs. Like we're a really good quarterback and a great season away from being in the AFC championship game right. again. But that and but then and the now that you were, like, but I don't want that to be the ceiling. And the problem is is that I don't want to chase after the the rabbit, so to speak, where like even if we all things go right. Still, there's still two teams ahead of us. Like, you also have to look Fair. at the league around you and say, like, is a quarterback, is Aaron Rodgers, even a three years ago Aaron Rodgers with this roster, and maybe, maybe Brees Hall back and healthy, you know, in week six, you know, is that, is that roster good enough to beat Patrick Mahomes and or Josh Allen and or Joe Burrow? Probably not. But well, Woody then what? Then will. don't fucking bother doing it. Then it's a right. Then then I, I it's just stop. Like don't bother. I, it's a waste. I I absolutely agree with you. But Woody Johnson will talk himself into that, and he'll talk himself into the financial viability of the belief that that's a true statement. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Woody Johnson will convince himself of the financial positives behind getting you Arthur Conti to believe in the fact that it's doable. You go like that. That's where it's at. Like he, he's going to sell you a dream and he's going to sell you a fucking, you know, he's going to sell you a bag of shit and tell you it's gold. Like that, that that's what it is. And that's what he's done with your <laughs> franchise for the past 15 fucking years. Like, You're right. right. It, and the other it, thing it, too is, what, and it falls a little bit into how we talked about the Yankees, not not to the same extent, but are they okay with winning or are they okay with just being in the conversation every year? Like, right. are you going to build what's sustain? What's what again? And it's it's a very weird thing to say because what would you rather have the Giants two Super Bowls from in two thousand seven and eleven, but then the shit between and and after, or would you rather sustain success but you just don't make it over the hump? Like it's weird to say. I'd rather be. I, would you rather be the Giants or the Packers for the last since? So pretty much. Would you rather have? I mean, and you take. Let's say you take the Super Bowl out that Aaron Rodgers won. Would you rather be twelve and four, thirteen and three every year, get to the NFC Championship game but lose, or the Super Bowl and well, lose? All right. Well, or would you rather well, like even, make? Well, two, not even. The, well, not even the Packers because the Packers have won a Super Bowl recently. Right. So scratch Giants. that. Right. So right. The Saints. That. What about the Saints? Saints won Scratch the, that. The Saints recently won a, won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I know, but that's Cow- almost that's Cow- 19 years Cowboys ago. Is the best, Cowboys is the best, like, compared yeah. because you haven't won in 20-something years. Right, but there's been but, years where you where you were. Even the Niners, you know, the Niners, you know, the, the, the Niners is a better recent example, I think, where they've been, other than the in-between Harbaugh years and now, like they've been really competitive for the last 10 years, they've, 12 years, they've been the Fair. last 12 years, they've been competitive for like seven or eight of them. All right. But, yeah. but they haven't won a Super Bowl. They got to one, you know, they got close. The, my point with the Cowboys is more so like you're, you're competitive. You're not winning divisions, but you're still stealing headlines and you're still relevant and you're still selling false hope to your fan base, getting them excited and getting people to fill that fucking stadium and pay the PSLs and pay the fucking PLEs and whatever the fuck. And you're still getting that revenue and you're still here. You know what I mean? Versus, yeah. versus, hey, 
my I know my team's going to suck for the next five years and I'm down here and revenues are down here. You know what I mean? Like that, that that's the reality of it. Like if you can talk, if you're Woody Johnson and you're thinking about it from a financial standpoint, it makes more sense to me to go out and get Aaron Rodgers for three years for the financial aspect of it and the marketability and the commerce side of it because football isn't fucking important to the New York Jets front office. And it's been proven time and time and time fucking again. They don't care about the fucking end product on the field. They care about your ass in a fucking PSL at MetLife Stadium. And that's the end fucking... I mean, there's the end there's, of, game of it. There's that and there's, you know... I, it's it's the business, it's the money making, it's the, you know, I want to be on the back page of the Daily News or whatever local newspaper, you know, right. the Dallas Morning News. Like, yeah, I mean, like, look at the Raiders. The Raiders operated the same way, too. They've always been the type of team where it's like I'm more about the flash and the splash than it is about the actual, you know, what, what's going they built on a, on the field. Yeah, they, they built a Death Star out in fucking Vegas and they fill it with monster truck shows and fucking Supercross and concerts and a bunch of shit doesn't fucking matter besides their actual organization. Like right now, I, I dare you to go look at what they got going on at, at the fucking what Allegiant Stadium right now or whatever the fuck it's called in, in Vegas. And I guarantee you that they're booked solid for the next three, four months until train camp's over. You know what I mean? Oh, like, of course. Uh, listen, uh, but you know what, though? But that goes for all stadiums. Like MSG, what do you call it, hosts concerts and events all the time. I mean, you don't you don't get into the – you don't get into building – like UBS Arena for the Islanders. You don't get into that just to host your own shit. Like, no, I sure. think, sure. you know, some of the first events in there were like concerts and stand-up comedy and stuff like that. But I get it. The, pro- the problem is now there's too many revenue streams for them – to for for teams to get easily distracted and like, well, you know what, we're doing all right. It's kind of like in baseball, like, right. yeah, you know what, I'll just collect the tax money, put a decent product out there, win right. 79 games, and no one will care because I'm still cashing my check. Exactly. Pittsburgh Pirates. Right. You know, and they what can deny it all they want, but they but they you can't. Right. And Pittsburgh Pirates, like Pittsburgh Pirates will come out and say they don't have the money, they can't compete. All those fucking owners in the MLB are worth a billion dollars. Oh, all yeah. of them. They all got you the know what? money. Here's here's the here's the thing about all that. Okay, they can say that they don't have the money or they're losing money, but no one is selling. Yep, exactly. No one is selling. Exactly. The, the will pond the will pond sold because they actually lost money. No one is actually selling. No one is losing money. Everyone's doing just fine. And they didn't even lose the will ponds didn't lose money from the operation of their baseball team. They lost money because. They got involved. Oh, and they're private in their, in their pri- and right in their private investments. Right. Like that's that that it was their private stuff. It wasn't their public, you know, right. not the public trust, if you will. Right. Well, no, I mean, right. Yeah, well, that that's like people say that owning a soccer team is the worst fucking investment in the world. But nobody's yeah, well, selling them. Exactly. Nobody's selling them though. Like the guy the guy who owns fucking Chelsea. Roman Ibrahimovic, the only reason he fucking sold was because he was linked to the government to gun running. Him. Yeah, exactly. He's the only Russian, he, right, exactly. Because he was gun running and, and military proliferating and he was a war criminal. That's the only reason he sold 
like other than that that man was going to sit back and collect his billions quietly you know like yeah, these are and, 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 oligarchs and if it's <laughs> right and if it's such a bad business then why did Todd Bowley throw down what was it 3 billion 3.5 billion to own a team like it's very easy to see they can deny it all they want, but these teams make money. Of course. Lots but, of it. Like, yeah. but back to the point, like it's ultimately it's a business and we care more about the end product and the result on the field oftentimes than those owners do. The owners are trying to manage it like a business. We're trying to manage it like a fucking fantasy team. Most, I mean, you know most I mean? Like, most that, owners are. I mean, you know, like you look at the, you know, certain owners like the Pittsburgh Steelers, the owners of the Steelers organization, they they don't they don't operate it like that. They they understand that it's a football team is a football team and like it's an icon. It's a it's a it's more than just a brand. Like the, the Steelers organization has been a good football organization for t- 35 years, 45 years. Sure. Like, right. so but like so, certain, but certain those organizations get it are in so, smaller markets. Yeah. The, and those, that's exactly what I was going to say. In smaller markets, you'll see it. in a bigger market, like in New York or in LA, they don't give a fuck. A Miami, they don't give a fuck. Chicago does not give a fuck. As long as they're able to get your ass in a PSL on a seat. Like it's no coincidence that Pittsburgh isn't doing PSL things, but you look at Hard Rock Stadium or you look at MetLife or you look at Soldier Field and they're selling PSLs and seat licenses out the ass. You know what I mean? Like it's just a different, it's a different life. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it is. It for sure is. It really is. I, uh, I saw a tweet speaking of the Jets too. I saw a tweet about the NFL New York Jets general manager performance since um, 2000. So in ranking among the 98 NFL general manager hires since the year 2000 within the first four seasons on the job. So the best highest ranked general manager in, in that the Jets have had the highest ranked out of 98 was Terry Bradway back in 01 to 05, who ranked at 26th, because in the 64 games that he was the general manager, he had a winning percentage of 54.7%. He was he was uh, 31 and 29 in, in, in four in his record against the spread. Mm-hmm. Mike Tannenbaum was in the same 64 games in 06 to 2012, was 33 and 30 and won against the spread. And was like also deep, like so he had a fifty percent winning percentage. He was fifty fifty in his wins. Then it goes downhill. John Idzik was thirty seven and a half percent in his two seasons. McCagnin was in his four seasons was um, thirty seven and a half. And then Joe Douglas is in his sixty six games that they've played um, has a thirty percent winning percentage. So it's gone down. It's gotten worse and worse and worse. And um, yeah, it's just. Um, it's just fun to be a Jets fan, you know, as as we as we always say. It's, it's not as here. bad as being a Broncos fan right now. Well, is it bad? I mean, listen, they needed a coach. They got a coach. A- now, ask T Dubs and ask Jake. How I was about bad to say, shout out to T Dubs, Denver. Yeah, that, Denver living. Here's the thing. Get him on the horn. Ask him how, how being here, a Broncos here, fan is. Here's the thing. You hired Sean Payton. Okay. Right. But all things being equal, 
you're telling me you couldn't find someone that you thought was just as qualified without having to give up a first round draft pick. Forget everything else. You have to give up this year's first round draft pick and you're drafting like decent. Like why? Like what are we doing? The saints are like, they're like, great, cool. Thanks. Right. Theoretically, you're giving up two starters for Sean Payton. Theoretically. Why? Now, coaching in the NFL matters more than any other sport. And and I know, John, I I know the thread. I know the thread he sent me. And it says, like, what are the chances of late late first rounders hitting and so on and so forth. But I still take that chance. Like, I still take those guys on. I know. You you have to hope that. You better hope that your first rounders hit. Your first, second, and third rounders have to hit. Your fourth, fifth, and sixth rounders fill out your roster, though. But right. you're drafting a guy, even a 32, you know, you're drafting that guy's expected to be a contributor. Right. A now, guy's expected to be a starter, if not like immediate depth, like, you know, your your third defensive end, you know, right. like he's, right. he's going right. to play a lot of snaps. Ro- yeah. Right. Depending on what position it is, right. You're expecting him to start or, you know, third down rotation he's your nickel corner. He's your, you know, your fourth corner. Right. Like he's, exactly. he's playing third. He's playing, you know, second and third so, down a lot. Right. So, okay. so essentially you're telling me a guy that I'm going to count on to play 25 to 30 snaps a game. Two of them. I'm trading that for Sean Payton, who, as John said, there wasn't somebody out there who would give me the same for less of a, like less of a, of a cost, I guess is the best way to put it. I mean, most coaches are free agents. Like, you know, I, ah, man, like we got into it in, in the chat. And again, this is nothing against John because I love you, but like, I, I think Sean Payton's overrated like a motherfucker. Like I do too. I do. You see, that's the thing. I, I agree. I see the, problem is i agree with both philosophies i agree with the fact that like you know what you know what are the chances of that guy hitting but also this is who we're dra- this is who you decided on he's gonna fix russell wilson he's gonna fix your offensive woes this is a guy at the end of his saints career was taking out drew Brees to use Taysom hill and what right. did that get you they put you in salary cap hell because you have to franchise tag that asshole and <laughs> they put them in cap hell Oh yeah. So, Listen, I I I do I, not. I like how we're calling a nice Mormon man an asshole. <laughs> no, but you're, you're. But but honestly though, that's uh, that's like that's like, that's like that's like putting the fucking uh, franchise tag on Tim Tebow because he comes in on third down and he might run the option. Give me a fucking break. Like, are you kidding yeah, that's me? Pretty bad. It was, it was oh the terrible. Swiss Army knife bullshit. Like, yeah, uh, that Swiss Army knife shit was like. All right, he dude, played like, fifteen fucking snaps a game and they were worthless. They were fucking. Yeah, they were like, "Here's a nice first down run, cool, like good, good stuff." But like, but like, he didn't change. He didn't change a game for you. He didn't fucking. Now he's literally. Um, they signed him to this huge fucking deal. They signed him to this huge deal, and now he's literally like eating up their con their their space. He takes up. Uh, this year he's going to take up fourteen million dollars in cap space. They're 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 fifty million dollars over the cap. Like it's so dumb. it's gross for for a guy who plays what? How many? What ten snaps a game? Around around if that like and like yeah he has games where he'll pop off but he has games where he'll pop off because he's not playing quarterback when he pops off he's 
being a fullback. Right, he's, com- he's, right, he's coming end. in at fullback, or yeah, or he he throws a pass out of the wildcat. Like, yeah, he's, he's I, not I a just, quarterback. I don't know. This but is more. Like, listen, this this isn't a referendum on him. It's more about Sean Payton. But... I, I think Sean. Listen, I think Sean Payton is a very good coach and is better than two thirds of the coaches in the league. Maybe half half the coaches I, in the league. Right. I said it in the chat, and I didn't hear either one of you disagree with me. He is Mike McCarthy with a better PR staff. Uh I think he's. I would say that's not a terrible assessment. I. I, I had to think about that. I, I think he's maybe a little bit better than McCarthy, but it's not Where? not far off. I, I mean, Where? maybe slightly. Mike like, McCarthy no, has it's the not a bad. It's not a ta- no, it's not a bad. It's, it's not a bad thing because if you you look at those teams, they'd win between ten and twelve games, thirteen, fourteen on the good years, and then never go anywhere. Now, yes, you could say they got hosed because of you know the non-pass interference call and they probably should have been in the Super Bowl that year. Okay, sure. fine. They but lost they had- to the Vikings on the last play of the game in the year after and they probably underachieved there. Okay, fine. But like same amount of Super Bowls, same amount of success, yeah. same amount of failures. One guy just isn't as charismatic as the other and isn't playing footsie with the networks to try to get a, a studio gig. You know what I mean? Like that. Right. And the other one, yeah, the other one got, you know, got roped into the Cowboys, you know, tornado of, you know, of suck yeah. stupid, stupidity. But, right. but like Dumb McCarthy, fuckery. when he was McCarthy as a coordinator, he was a damn good coordinator. And you right. could argue, like Right. And Sean Payton was a good coordinator. He was a good offensive coordinator. Right. Very right. good. So, like, like very good. Right. So like you can argue like Hey, look, if, if you can take Ty Detmer and have him give you 3,000 yards, you're a pretty damn good, like, coordinator. You know what I mean? Like, if you can take Kerry Collins and have him give you 3,000 yards in, in the Pro Bowl, you're pretty damn good. Like, he took Bledsoe. He took a Cook Bledsoe, a Cook Testaverde, and and the beginning of Tony Romo and, and made them viable. You know what I mean? Before hitting with the Saints. But, like, I mean, it, it was what it was. Like, he's not a bad quarterback, but, like, I, I said it in in our chat. Like, a lot of those dudes also had talent. So, like, there there is a part of me that's a chicken or the egg kind of an argument of like, yes, Peyton is good, but how good? When 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 we saw him with Andy Dalton and fucking Taysom Hill and and Jameis, he was like, average. He didn't, he didn't set the world on fire. Now, no, you know he, what I mean, and yeah, like, he became very average. That's that's a very like, fair assessment. And like when Drew. Breeze left suddenly dude was trying to get the hell out of fucking new orleans you know what i mean so what's that you've never had a coach trying to bail you've never had a coach in this league that won a super bowl without a super bowl worthy winning quarter right right but i like is he suddenly gonna go and jeff hostetler has entered the chat (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, uh, what's his face from Baltimore? Um, yeah, I was going to say uh, Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer has entered the chat. Who got benched for Elvis Gerback, and how did that go? Elvis Gerback, that's a name I haven't Gerbeck, heard in forever. Oh, man. Elvis Gerback and Steve Bono. But uh, mm. R- Rich Gannon enters the chat. But Rich uh, Gannon. Hey, Rich I Gannon mean, wasn't bad. At least Rich Gannon had talent. That's true. He, he had a lot of talent around him. But I don't know, man. Like, I, I, 
look, if Pete Carroll couldn't fix Russell Wilson, I, I doubt. Well, that's really, that's a different, that's a different point. Now that's a, that's a totally different conversation. I think Sean Payton is a, a slightly above average, you know, head coach and a very good offensive mind in this league. Do I think that that's going to translate into the the Broncos having a much better season next year than they did or this upcoming year than they did last year? No, no, because they're not they're not going to have any cap space to make any improvements, and their draft capital is now in the fucking toilet. So what are we doing here? Like, what right. was the point of that? Like your team, you're going to have the same fucking team with that's a year older that's going to have less depth than it did now. And you're just playing the game. You're playing the string out. Like, what are we doing? I mean, I mean, look, you're going to get six thing... wins. Like, great. Good for you. Seven All wins. Right. Yeah. But like for what it is like, and, and I said it to you guys in the chat, like he might not be a good head coach. He might be a good offensive mind, but if there's one thing that Sean Payton can do, it's put together a staff. Like the man can canvas, like he's going to put together a staff. So at least at the very, very least, the Broncos will have some good coordinator and good coordinator depth there. Like this is a guy who signed Aaron Glenn. This is a guy who signed yeah, Dan no, Campbell Glenn. at one point. Great, great this call. is a guy who signed this is a guy who signed Dennis Allen. Like it, when it comes down to it, like he's gonna be able to get some good coordinators in there and build out a staff and round out a staff. The, will that amount to anything? Probably fucking not. But like will somebody on this Broncos staff be a head coach within the next four or five years? Probs. Yeah. <laughs> As 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 is they as is what happens. Like this right. is the game we right. play. Like he, he's he's got his little coaching tree and he's gonna fill it out and he it, it's gonna be what it is. Um so what you think he's doing this for legacy? Like what are we talking about here? I I think he's I, I think that the, the studio gig didn't fucking pan out and he's gotta get paid, he's gotta keep his name out there, he's gotta keep some sort of relevancy. And if you wanna get that studio gig long term, like you need to keep your name on the hearts and minds of people who fucking matter. And if you're still in the league, like that, that's, that's one way to do it. You know what I mean? Like it beats coaching at Trinity Christian Academy or some shit like that. in <laughs> fucking Louisiana. Yeah. No, St. Right. John, the beloved rep. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Like fucking. Yeah. No, the, the it's, <laughs> It, it does like up. yeah. You find you find some of these guys like like Adam Gase is like coaching high school right now. Like, oh god, those no, but it's kids, true though. Some of these kids, some, bro. No, some of these some of these guys honestly like that's what he's right. That's what ends up happening. You just you end up at some weird college. Look, you end up you know prep you, you school. Know what, you know what I saw the other day on that note? Fucking Trent Dilfer left some high school in like Tennessee. It was like Lipsum Academy or some shit. Lipsum Academy for boys. He fucking left it to go coach at UAB and be like their their starting uh, like for the football program, like the 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 head director and the football coach at UAB. You want to guess who now is the head coach for Lipsum Academy Mustangs? Any wild guesses? He's a former Jet. Vinny Tessaverdi. Worse. Ken, Ken O'Brien. Worse. God. Not a quarterback. Not a quarterback at all. Lavernius Coles. No. <laughs> Offensive player, but I don't know. Somebody that you'd look at and you'd be like, why the fuck is he a head coach? Oh. Oh. 
Sean Green. No. <laughs> That's a good one, though, right? It's a good one, though. Kevin Mawai. What? Really? I know. Listen, Kevin... outside, centers aren't bad. Like, centers but What the fuck? What business does Kevin Mawai have teaching the hearts and minds of a fucking. What, what is Kevin Mawai going to tell a 15 year old quarterback? Kevin Mawai is a more charismatic Nick Mangold. Mm. Again, what is Kevin Mawai? <laughs> I don't listen. Nick Mangold, should, Nick Mangold is a is a treasure needs to be protected at all costs. And Kevin Mawai, the Jets, the only thing the Jets franchise has that has going for them for the last thirty years is they've had two of the best centers in in history of all time. Of all time, of all time. that's it. That's all but, they get to hang their hat on. No, like, I, it's weird. That's weird. I want to. I, I want to know what Kevin Mawai is going to do when some quarterback who's 16 and thinks I'm going to go to USC, I don't have the talent to go to USC, but I'm going to audible play at the line. What Kevin Mawai is going to tell that fucking quarterback at like a Thursday practice or when some 15 year old, 16 year old quarterback says, I'm going to go fucking drink hooch and hang out with my girlfriend instead of going to practice. Drink that purple drink. Right, like mm. what? Like what? What, what experience does this dude have? Like, None. what? What is he really going to do? High I mean, school? high I don't school. Know. It's Whatever. one of those things where you're bringing in an NFL vet, and it's like you know, maybe it's there's some, res- yeah, some respect but factor. Like, but like, but, it, but, like but the problem with that coaching. art, like, he's that's like, coaching. that's like, I heard a story like Patrick Ewing going recruiting for Georgetown, and like kids who are 17 and 18 years old now don't know who fucking Patrick Ewing is, like. Of course, you not. know, people he's been retired longer. He's been retired longer than he's alive. Give a shit who LeBron James is, bro. Like I, kids I saw... don't know who Michael Jordan is. I have a, I have a twenty-two, almost twenty-three-year-old employee at my law firm. She is my legal assistant. She works the front desk, and it is careful, careful, because respect for her is going to go down immediately. No, no, no. <laughs> it's very. She's actually very interesting. So from like. So, like, she knows a lot more about she knows what she was born in the year 2000. Like, let's feel old for a second. Oh, no. So, like, it's very interesting when we talk to her as like the so the other two girls that work for me that are my paralegals, one is in her 30s and one is in her 40s. And and then my partner is Paul. His name is Paul. He is in his late 40s. So. It's very interesting, like the generational gaps now. Like we have like three solidly different generations of of individuals like, that work together, and it's and the things that she girl. knows are sometimes surprising. But like she's like Michael Jordan, like he was like a really good basketball player, right? And you're like, oh my god, she said that to me the other day, like maybe a week or two ago when I was talking about the podcast, and I was like. But she knows like about the beanie baby craze. Like so, we were talking about that today. We were talking about all these things right. about when she but was like, a kid. To her. And in her opinion, like LeBron James is the best of all time because that's what she knows. That's what she's seen. Right. Like, right. And it's relative. I mean, our parents would probably say Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, like, because that was their contemporaries when they were young mm-hmm. adults was like, what, what you know, happened with Kareem? What, and what, Kareem, right. Well, Kareem, yeah, really. Like, and that, that's a debate. And that's Wilt, a debate Wilt for another Chamberlain. time. That's a debate for Wilson, time. First of all, Wilson alien because no one's ever going to replicate what that dude did. Well, the league was no. the never the league's never going to be back to what that was when he was. You know. No, no. Well, it, it's I saw it online. To, to your point, I saw it online 
where Hakeem Olajuwon and Shaq were hanging out and they were with their respective entourages and some dude got on Hakeem Olajuwon and saying, well, you were the first stretch four because you used to take people outside of the paint and you used to do jumpers from 25 feet away. So he's like, so did you invent small ball? And it's like, motherfucker, <laughs> that's Hakeem get, Olajuwon. Get, get the fuck out of here. That's yeah. Hakeem fucking Olajuwon. Like, that's the dream shake. And that's like, arguably, arguably the best foreign born player of all time. And you're telling this yeah. man he was just, he was nothing better than a stretch four. Stretch four. The balls, oh, man. The balls. Right, right. So, like, the those balls. of us who watched him dominate Patrick in those two fucking uh, NBA finals, like, you look on him with reverence. Like, you look at him, like, making David Robinson look stupid in the Western Conference finals. And, like, you're, t- you're saying, you're saying this guy's nothing more than a, then if Kevin Durant, you get off Wish, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, that's we, funny because it's true. You know, we mentioned the Cowboys um, tornado of suckitude. The whirlpool, if you will. The, but someone who got, well, a, who, was, who got ejected from it as a scapegoat was Kellen Moore. Can, can we? Can I? I don't know. Like, I don't understand this. Three minutes on this. Yeah, go for it. I don't understand this. I'm not saying that this guy is the greatest coordinator ever, but he's not the reason why they lost. No, he's a scapegoat. No, he's not. He's not the reason why they lost. Like, I I don't. Dak Prescott is not that good of a quarterback. How many backbreaking interceptions is that guy going to throw before we realize that Eze- he's not worth forty million a year? Ezekiel Elliott eats too much of the cap and was a waste of money. B, you got C, rid of Amari the core. You got rid of Amari Cooper, and there's no wide receivers. And D, Jerry Jones, aka the corpse of Jerry Jones, is still making the football decisions. <laughs> right. I mean, listen, they have they have CD Lamb, and he's probably. You know, as they say, he deserves to wear the 88, you know, Michael Irvin, the whole thing, Des Bryant, and now CeeDee Lamb. He's good. That's Zeke, it, is, Zeke is not the guy. Um, Tony Pollard broke his leg in that game, and now that just shouldered more of the load onto Zeke, which was just a that, disaster. But even, you know what? I have to say, that wasn't the reason that the Cowboys' no. offense was bad. It just no. wasn't that good to begin with. It was right. They were right. they were, it, the, they the were a Cowboys very good defense. Has been, right. The Cowboys' offense has been pedestrian, mad to average the, the past few weeks anyway yeah and like, an average offense wasn't scoring on the, the san francisco 49ers right. defense that was no the whole and, game. and i'll be yeah. honest with you and even if they got past the 49ers they probably weren't beating the oh eagles God, they were getting no, fucking steamrolled to be eagles. honest like kellen moore took dak prescott and he took him from mississippi state and being a fucking like afterthought when he was drafted to legitimately being an all pro quarterback despite himself. Like despite throwing back breaking interceptions over and over and over and over again and basically bending you over a barrel and fucking you if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, Kellen Moore showed up every year 
and game planned the shit out of it to the point where he made Dak Prescott a 3,000, 3,500 yard passer. Mm-hmm. Like, is Kellen Moore going to go out and take somebody with 12 times the talent and Justin Herbert and make no. him look like a bigger superstar? Absolutely. Like, Kellen Moore is going to gonna fucking rock it out. Like, He's oh no! It there, time. there is no doubt that Kellen Moore is going to, he is going to be like, situation. oh, this is what it's like to have talent at the quarterback position. Like right. Kellen Moore, you know, New York Jets legend Kellen Moore, right, right. Huh. Um, Kellen Moore, like you know, had the brain, always had the brain. You could tell he knew where he wanted to go with the ball, but just didn't have the arm talent to get it there. And that's why he is an offensive coordinator in this league, and the Chargers were smart to snap him up. Like well, he's going to be a good, co- he's I mean, going to be a good coordinator for a long time. I mean, it, if you think about it, like Justin Herbert is Kellen Moore with the arm talent, so he, he's coaching himself. If you really think about it, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. no, without a doubt, that is uh, so, like that's accurate. And you put them with receivers like you have Keenan Allen, you have Mike Williams, you have Jordan Palmer, you have Eckler like dude, dude's got weapons at its disposal, like weapons that he doesn't have in Dallas like Kellen Moore's going to be all right. Like there's oh, no fine. reason why it should be bad. He'll be fine. Um, The other defensive, uh, the other coordinator, rather the defensive coordinator that I'm not really sure how that works out is going to be D'Amico Ryans to Houston. I like the fact that D'Amico Ryans got a head coaching gig. I like the fact that he, you know, locked one down. And it's something to be said for another uh, head coach of color in the NFL. I think it's going to be a short, short fucking stint for D'Amico Ryans, though. I really hate to, I really hate to agree with you, but I, it's, they're Lovey so Smith bad right should now. not have gotten fired. Like, well, yeah, that's the problem. Like, that's the one problem is deal. why this shouldn't be a thing. Like, Lovey Smith should still be a head coach in this league because he was given a shit sandwich to coach, and he. Yeah. Well, D'Amico Ryan's just got a, just just fucking got handed that same shit sandwich and being like, "Hey, it's halfway eaten. Go ahead and finish it." Like, he's gonna get a shit sandwich. He's gonna get a starting quarterback, be it Stroud or be it Bryce Young, that he's gonna be forced to start without a good back quarterback behind him, he's going to be forced by the fan base to start this kid, get him murdered, and then they're going to the, they're, they're going to win three games, four games. The only on, thing on, they have going for them is they have two first rounders, a second rounder, two third round picks, a fourth round pick, a fifth round pick, four sixth round picks and a seventh round pick plus they have 37 million dollars of cap space which will effectively probably be closer they'll restructure and probably can get to 40 in that division no very little dead money on their on their roster right now in that division with all that draft capital and with all that um like room for lack of a better term in cap space you could possibly get good in a hurry they could go worse um, to first. Yeah, you could you could be competitive in a hurry, but if they don't, like D'Amico Ryan's is a defensive coordinator at the fucking New Orleans Saints next year. You know what I mean? Like it's it's something like that. Like 
he'll he'll it's go possible. right back to being nah, a good they'll give him two. They'll give him two. He's too hot of a commodity. They'll give him two years. Because they're probably yeah. still paying Lovey Smith too. And well, because also too, you have the rookie quarterback. You get you'll get at least two or three years of that rookie quarterback. Yeah. They'll be more patient. Um, the problem is, is that it's the front office. They, they didn't, did they, no, they did hire a new GM. So it's a completely yeah. fresh slate. So it's a fresh slate. So they'll, they'll get the, they'll get three years, you know, unless it's really bad in the, in the first two, they'll get three years. But, but it's, it's also the ownership too. Like it's not, it's not necessarily like we've proven this now. It's not the front office. It's the ownership. And Bud McNair is a shit owner. You know, oh, he's I mean? a very so, bad owner. Yeah. So you're now you're going to be stuck doing the circle all over again. In but at least three, but at years. least they, you know they, I, mean? I think at least this time around, they sat down. It looks like, you know, unlike certain organizations where they make the GM hire, you know, keep the coach that they like, you know, then they play this song and dance and they hire the GM after the fucking the- draft. You know, like someone we know, like at least they're like, hey, it's February second, and our GM was already hired after the season is over, and our now our head coach has just been hired, like, I mean, and we're ready to go before the fucking Super Bowl. That's the right way to do it, at least. It is. It is. Hopefully, like they they are able to to start a culture there. And look, I'm I'm rooting for fucking. D'Amico Ryan's. I hope he. I hope that God he's able to, to to make something out of it. It'd be nice for a dude to go, quote unquote, back home, and pull something off. But I don't know, man. I I, I think that that organization is too far up the creek for for them to make something out of it within the three year grace period, for lack just, of a better term. I need I need to update my degenerates. The Knicks. Won the game, but only won by two points. So my free ten dollar uh, bet went to shit. Right down the toilet. I tell the toilet. See, However, folks, it's, it's Gold, not that Gold, easy, folks. Golden State is down by one <laughs> in the third quarter. So my plus four and a half is it's looking strong. It's looking strong right now. But the Knicks shot you in the face, huh? No, that ten that the teams that play in Madison Square Garden tend to do that to me. Well, you know who else is trying life. to shoot somebody in the face? The Segway. <laughs> Holy shit. The Segway. That would be one Joseph Mixon. I don't know if his name is really Joseph. Yosemite Sam over there. Yosemite is, uh... Sam. Yeah, what the fuck? That was some that, that I've read that and I go, that's a joke, right? Um that's that was a joke. My right? man, if you haven't heard folks, Joe Mixon came out and said, Hey, the same day we beat the Baltimore Ravens at home in the playoffs, I'm going to go downtown and point a fucking Glock 9 in a girl's face and said, I should shoot you right now. You should take one of these to the face for talking. That that That's something else, man. It's, I have no... Just, you know, stand-up guy, you know? Just a straight stand-up guy. But, um... like, you just want to... I know. You just what, want a playoff game? Like, what are we doing? What level of intoxication were you at that you were bringing, A, a gun out with you, and then, C, pointing it in some girl's face at a downtown club? Listen, like, what, we, what the we fuck know, are you doing, bro? unfortunately, that, that there are many people that are professional athletes that are not above, um, you know, doing carrying firearms. Stupid? Doing something stupid? Shooting themselves in the foot, leg, oh, thigh, you know. God. I just... Oh, here's one. The Cavs and 
small aside, sorry guys, but uh, it's okay. There's a massive brawl right now in the NBA. The Cavs, Donovan Mitchell just hurled the ball at Dylan Brooks. Same Dylan Brooks who almost got in a fight with fucking uh, Shannon Sharp like a week ago. Mm. And then he was tackled by a coach in a huge crowd breaching fight. They went into the crowd. So we got another Malice at the Palace issue going on, boys. Oh, yeah, he got ejected. Yeah, there's a lot lot of things going on. Interesting. Yeah, so what happened I mean, was, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of telestrate it. Um, telestrate. Who, who, was to, who was 24 on? Dylan, was Dylan Brooks. Brooks. Okay, so Dylan, yeah, I was like, I thought it was Dylan. So Dylan Brooks goes in for a, a basically a layup down down the middle and gets fouled, is ba- on, his, on his back. Donovan Mitchell tries to save it and then is like kind of going out of bounds under the basket and throws the ball as he's falling on his butt throws the ball at Dylan Brooks to like, you know, oh, I want it to be out on Dylan Brooks kind of thing. And Dylan Brooks gets up and just shoves him and they just start shoving each other. But like Donovan Mitchell threw that with like the anger of a man who just like saw his wife cheating on him with the next door neighbor. Like he was furious. <laughs> like, what did we say? Don't sleep with the gardener. He saw he's Dylan Brooks was sleeping there with Donovan Mitchell's Mitchell's wife in the garden in the gardener. Yeah, don't 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 sleep with the housekeeper. Don't fuck the gardener. Oh, oh, Memphis, my bad. Not not Milwaukee. My brain. But is... he, yeah, I mean Vancouver, Memphis, whatever. Yeah, like the problem is they went into the crowd, and that's a no no. Like you, you keep if you keep it on the court, it's two games. If you Oh, what happened was was Dylan Brooks was on was on the floor on the back and he kind of went like his left arm was coming up and Donovan Mitchell was behind him and he and he didn't see him and he like hit him in the nuts almost. Donovan Mitchell was behind him and was falling down already and just had the ball in his hand. and was like, fuck you and just chucked the ball at the back of his head. Dylan Brooks was like, what the fuck did I do? And then Donovan Mitchell gets up and shoves him first after throwing the ball at him. So Donovan like, Mitchell instigated the shit out of this. Like it was an accident, and Dil- and Donovan Mitchell went way over the over the top. And then they all got into agreed. like this tussle under the under the basket. Agreed. But Dylan Brooks, for no through no fault of his own, has found himself within like he is the ultimate like wrong player. place, wrong time. Dude, right now, because that's now like two or three times in the past month where he's ended up in a brouhaha with no fault of his own. A brouhaha. (laughs) I mean, the Shannon Sharp thing that he had nothing to do with that suddenly like his what's his face's dad, John Morant's dad Mm -hmm. is now pulling him into a fight against Shannon Sharp. And now this shit with Donovan Mitchell, like that that kid needs better friends. Like that's what it comes down to. Yeah. <sighs> Basketball, why uh, do they draw? Um, I'd like to um I'd like to segue back to the NFL for a minute. Um I just saw the first take Twitter page from ESPN's first take just tweeted uh. out Dan Orlovsky's um, or earlier today, Dan Orlovsky's top five quarterbacks. Um, and number one is the now re-retired for good, quote-unquote, Tom Brady. Oh, is this uh, of all or, time? Is this of all time? Yes, top five quarterbacks okay. of all time. Um, would you care to take a guess at two through five? 
Montana, Marino. Um, Marino is five. Montana is not on this list. Oh fuck you! Oh fuck you! I'm done, John. John, John, please throw, please throw a guess at two, three, or four. Wait a minute. What did you say about Marino? So, so Marino's number five five on Dan Orlovsky's top five list of quarterbacks of all time. Tom Brady is one. Marino is five. The list has already Ah. lost credibility to me. At least the two through two, three, and four have won Super Bowls. God, are they still active now? One of them is. One of them's one of them's going to be Mahomes. That's correct. Then number two, Patrick Mahomes. I knew it. Three. Uh, I'm so irrationally angry at this fucking list right now. You said Joe Montana. Joe Montana is not on this list. Joe Montana is not on this list. It's, this list's invalid. That's correct. Um, <laughs> who the hell could he have on this list that without dumb, with, ahead of some, Joe Montana? This is some dumb fuckery, but you know. Is Brett Favre on this list? Brett Favre is not on this list. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank oh, God. God. Um, you want a hint? Sure. No, okay. no. I will not. I will not go down without a fight. Go, please. We got two more. We got three and four. Fuck. Multiple Super Bowl winners between, uh, but both of these, both of these quarterbacks have won multiple Super Bowls. Ben Roethlisberger. No. What, I'm one of them I'm not mad at, but like one of them I am. Troy Aikman. No, no, no. I'm not that mad. Uh, Peyton. Peyton is number four. So we have one, two, okay, four, I'm not, five. I'm not mad at that. Number three. You're missing number three. Who the fuck did he put at number three? I'm going to hate this because it's like it's an emotional it's emotional answer for for him i get i guess like i don't know why see if i ask what team he played for it's going to give it it's away give it away it'll give it away easily hall of famer elway. kevin has it john there elway. It is. elway at 3 elway at 3 elway at 3 over marino at 5 thank, thank you <laughs> mike i'm sorry i'm sorry Joe Montana, Steve Young. I would put Steve Young ahead of. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. Right, hold, like, hold on, hold on. I'm I'm supposed to take a list where five. legitimately the Mount Rushmore, if you will, the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks. Has so the, the best, the, <laughs> the best response. This is some fun. This was actually funny. Keyshawn J. Will and Max's Twitter page responded with just one GIF, and it was um was Kel from Good Burger going, like, blinking his eyes with a shock face, like, what? Like, uh, no. Someone literally oh. wrote on here, people complaining about Mahomes on this list, but please share factual evidence that indicates why Elway, Marino, and Montana are better. Mahomes literally could do the things none of these quarterbacks could okay. do. I- and someone posted a picture of Joe Montana with his four rings. <laughs> I went, got- all right, all right. Fa- factual evidence, people? Factual evidence. Fact, Pat Mahomes was a fucking thought. He was sperm in Pat Mahomes Sr.'s nutsack when Dan Marino was throwing 5,000 fucking yards in a season. 
correct. I have a problem fundamentally, and I assume you do as well, with not only just who's on the list, but the order in which this list. Oh, the orders. The orders. Like, all right, if you want to put Mahomes at five, fine. I'd hate it, but I can talk myself into it. But Mahomes at two? At two. I think Dan Marino is is probably. I think Joe Montana has to be on this list. John Elway probably has to come off. Dan Marino, from a raw talent uh, standpoint, is like the second best quarterback ever, maybe third. Uh, like, uh, you know what? I, I'd give it. I'd give Elway. I'd give Elway because Elway has the rings and the drive and the comeback. And the five I'd, Super I'd Bowl put, appearances. I, yeah, I, I, right. I'd, I'd put him at five. I'd put Elway at five. I'd put Peyton at like three. So I'd probably go Brady, Montana, Peyton. Probably Marino at four, and then LA five. If if that's how you really want to play it, but fucking Mahomes at two, at two. That's insanity. Who who at ESPN said I need you to make a provocative post and get some fucking? I'm gonna be honest with you. That's I think this is is exactly what it is because it's just like let's just throw out some dumb shit. Kind of like how ESPN would just like throw up all over themselves to go out of their way and compliment Tim Tebow literally every day of the week when he was like in the NFL. Or it's like this guy sucks. Like just let it go. This was like this was a we need to make the Super Bowl a Super Bowl co- playing quarterback super relevant right now story. Like, right. We need we need news. We need things to because literally I it's mean, fucking people, what is you it? You could argue. You could argue, and I'm not arguing this, but you could make the argument that. Any one of these guys I'm about to list is on the level of John Elway. You could say, you Steve know, Young. you could say Steve Young is on that list. You could say Brett Favre is on that list. Aaron Rodgers is on that list. Jo- somebody threw out Johnny Unitas was on that list. Like, I'm not going to go back to Johnny Unitas, but like, you know, the, right. you, there but are like, other quarterbacks you could but, throw on this right, list that but are like, equal. It, it, Mahomes take, doesn't but, belong on the list right now. No, he's hot, way too hot, hot take, but you know who belongs in that list over fucking Pat Mahomes? Warren fucking Moon. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're old enough to remember Warren Moon, you have him immediately over fucking. I just, I the Mahomes. most glaring one is Joe Montana has to be on this list. I mean, somebody also said the most. If you want to separate the rankings into the most top five winning most quarterbacks, you have Brady, Montana, Bradshaw, Aikman, Bart Starr. Most talented: Rodgers, Mahomes, Marino, Montana, Elway. Like, yeah, from Mm. a raw Mm. sure. Like everybody's forgetting Jim Kelly. Yeah, you can't forget Jim Kelly. Kelly. Jim Kelly ran some of the best offenses ever. Right. Went to four uh, Super Bowls, won four yeah. AFC Championship games. Terry, Terry, Brad, Terry Bradshaw, like you know, yeah. I think this was a one of those ESPN needs to drop a bomb late on a Friday night, uh, Thursday night, because mm-hmm. we're bored. To talk felt, about it. felt felt just really forced and bullshitty. So. Did, talking about forced and bullshitty, did you guys watch these Pro Bowl games bullshit or no? Nope, nope, nope. I don't nope. watch flag football. No, I played flag probably, football as a six, seven-year-old and an eight-year-old, and it was fun when I was eight years old. And I'm on, I'm on vacation from work this week, and I can promise you, if I spend five minutes watching anything related to the Pro Bowl, it's probably too much. So if there's a FanDuel line on me, you know, minutes watched, it's probably at 
maybe three and a half, take the under. Oh, hey. like I'm not even kidding. Oh, like hey. I, I couldn't care less about the Pro Bowl. I, honestly, I couldn't care less really about any All Star game, except maybe baseball because baseball is the only one that's really ever played at full speed. That's the only one that's really a game. Sure. That's actually what? that's still a game. Yeah, the you NHL All Star game is actually kind of fun to watch. I've watched it, and it it's is. actually it like is. it's fun because it doesn't feel like it's like it's at half speed. No, it's it's you know, cool. It's, it's like oh, that's it's cool to watch for twenty minutes. Whereas the NBA All Star game no. looks like shit. Right, no, they don't hit what? in the corners. They don't do anything. Like, see, to me, that's the time where you let these guys play, like mic'd up. And, you know, you let the, you hear them talk to each other on the ice, like you have some fun with it. Like, like other than that, I don't, I don't skills, care about these the skills contest is so much more fun than the actual all-star game for hockey. Yes. Yes. Speed, the, right. Fastest skater, hardest shot, uh, you know, shootout, you know, trick shots, all that stuff. That's so much, you're hundred percent right. That is more interesting and more fun than the game itself. Same thing with the NBA, the three-point shooting, the dunk contest kind of sucks contest. now. Yeah, now it does, but dunk contest kind of sucks now. But, but, like, but like, I feel like baseball, like baseball is the opposite. I rather watch the game to hear them all, like you said, all, all mic'd up and having fun. And like, I want to hear Liam Hendricks curse and say fuck every time he throws a, a fastball, like he did last year. That was right, fantastic. I want to hear Mookie Betts lose his footing and say fuck i lost this one as he's trailing back to try to catch fly ball like mm-hmm. that that's right like and then i, I watch like, the home run derby like baseball is the one where you could play it at full speed where it still resembles something of what the actual product is right the but, pro like, bowl the players didn't want to go like you know who, who at least when like, it was in hawaii it was like in hawaii like you get one on a vacation like, but he but see but here's the thing but here's the thing art those guys have enough money they can go to hawaii whenever they want and not have to I play know, football i know right now well there was a fun part that came out of this whole fucking thing the fun part that i don't know if you guys saw it the fun part that came out of it was it and you know what they should just do this for fucking you remember when before the pro bowl they would just have the quarterback club thing and the quarterbacks would all get together and it would be like eight to ten quarterbacks and they would just run through like furthest throw freaking hit the targets shuttle drills and all that shit no just mm-hmm. the quarterbacks it would just be like boomer size yeah i remember Kelly, they, mark they the, yeah the longest throws i remember that yeah. shit just let just fucking give me that if you're gonna do the Pro Bowl games. Like that's all I want. I have no interest in fucking Ed Reed playing dodgeball or some shit like that. That I don't fucking care. Yeah, but, I will. Like, I promise I'll watch none of it. I promise you, I'll watch none of it. But zero percent chance they, I watch any. They did one of those like longest throw accuracy shits, and fucking it seems like Derek Carr went fucking nuts and hit every target. And he was like super accurate, like something like ten for twelve he, or something. Well, shit. because he's auditioning for a team, right? Right. I but see. This, I, but this I, is in. I La- would, hold on, um, hold on, hold on. Yeah, this is in Las food. Vegas. So they asked this guy if he's ever been as hot as he was right then and there in Las Vegas, and he said no. And that's probably why I'm out of here and looking at somebody else. Oh, of course he's. Go- Listen. You know he's gone. There's no re- there was no reason to bench him for Jared fucking Stidham in the last what two weeks of the year, and then they told him, "Listen, we're gonna bench you. By the way, don't even show up." <laughs> like, oh, absolutely. 
I, I just thought, you know, all eyes or, you know, five eyes <laughs> around the country on you. That's your time to be petty. Good good for you, Derek Carr. Good oh, absolutely. 100%. He, I'm, I'm not saying that he's, you know, some fucking superstar. But you could do a lot worse than Derek Carr in this league. And they honestly did him a little dirty. I'm gonna be, I, I, that's that's no, my opinion. You know, again, like I said, you tell him, listen, we're going to bench you. Okay, fine. We're going to bench you. No problem. Don't even bother showing up. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah no, well, that, that was so. That was some weak sauce. Like, I'm just gonna stay away from not be a distraction. Like, what? What are we doing? Like, what game are we playing here? Like, like I don't know. Like, if that didn't happen, I, I, I don't know. From a pure talent standpoint and situation, as a Jets fan, I'd rather him as my quarterback. Honestly, because at least there's like an expectation of some longevity at the position, and yeah, that's not a fucking band aid. As we said before, it's not a band aid, but like, I don't know. That that was some weak weak sauce, and I'm not sure I'm a big fan of that either. It wouldn't sway me too much, but like, I'd rather trade a, a second and a fourth round pick for for Derek Carr, you know, or maybe just sure. one first round pick for him. Like, that seems like a fair trade. Like to, is, if you if you if you only had to trade like a first and a fourth for Derek Carr right. versus two ones, two first round picks this year's and next year's for for Aaron Rodgers, wouldn't you fucking take Derek Carr? You're like, yeah, absolutely. Would I rather two years and maybe get to the AFC Championship game or give myself like, okay, I have a five year window with these rookies that I just drafted in this this team, the Elijah Vera Tuckers and the Garrett Wilsons and the the Brees Halls and the the Sauce Gardner, like this whole fucking core, like and Quinton Williams, like this next five years is I have to be good and. That's the perfect – that's a much better match to me. Like, you're giving yourself five legitimate chances to be a really good, solid team and, like, add another piece or two and you're going to the Super Bowl as opposed to maybe we go to the Super Bowl in, in the next year or two and then it's blowing up. Like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not I'm not playing that game. I, I, I don't know. Like, I just – I can't. I can't with this shit. can't do it anymore. <laughs> Gar- Gar- also let's marry two of our favorite sports that never seem to actually get married to one another gareth bale shot a 65 in the first round of the pro-am holy shit so you know the bill i, I mean, call it the bill murray but, event for golf but 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 gareth bale to be fair to him he always did say golf wales madrid that order he had a fucking flag that said it during the Euros and all the bullshit. Like the man, the man wants to be a professional golfer. Like that, that's his whole thing. He was the Tony Romo of fucking European soccer. Like that, that's who he was, mm-hmm. which hilariously enough already just sent me a fucking, or just sent us a thing about Tony Romo on Instagram. Is that legit? Yeah, I saw that was from Sports Illustrated. That was legit. Oh. This is so. So for those of you, you know, behind the scenes, a little bit of mid 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 show messaging. Apparently, according to Sports Illustrated, CBS tried Tony Romo interventions and that quote intervention amid concerns about his regression. Per Andrew Marchand, Andrew Marchand for those lo- Andrew yeah. Marchand for for those who know in the in the business is a 
you know, was an insider for the Yankees for 20 it's years. Super, very super person. respected. Has written a lot of books. Look him up, Andrew Marchand. Um, now he works. He left. The, he left. You know, reporting. I think it was dubbed for one of the right. local places. He now works for the Post, and he comments on the media and well respected. So this is not bullshit. This is legit. CBS, according to a report from Andrew Marchand, CBS grew concerned about Tony Robo's level of preparation for football telegasts with the network quote, Tony Roman needs to study more. He needs to be better prepared. As you move away from the sidelines, you need to do more work. I know CBS is aware of this. They tried an intervention last off season. They knew they anticipated this, but it has not gotten better. I mean, that is some shit. I mean, he's, he got his $19 million a year. And once he got his fucking 19 million, that, that was, that was it. You know what I mean? Like you said Man. it last week though. You and John said it last week though. The, the game has fucking passed by Tony Roma at this point. Like he, he is. Yeah. It's weird to say it. And we've said it twice now, but he's a fucking dinosaur. <laughs> like, top, one, dinosaur. top five comments on the story. So you're telling me, ah, oh, here we go. Jim isn't cutting it for commentary. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, here we go, Jim. I, I have nothing I mean, to say. I, now, um, here's it, a guy. It, He's still no, better than Collinsworth. I will. <laughs> but, like, if the gap is closed, unfortunately. Um, the gap is not as wide as it was two years ago. Yeah, when Romo first started with Nance, it was like he was predicting plays. And that, that like, kind of, I've watched a last, like, like I've watched a bunch of Romo Nance telecast this year, like, and I'm like half listening, and I'm like, I'm like, I noticed that. I said, where is that? Like, where's the wow? Watch, he's gonna run like a you know an out route here, five yard out route to the side, and like none of that, like zero of that. And it's like, dude, sorry, like your film study from last year, like that's four years old now. Like you got to study, like you you know you still got to put the work in. That shit always put. You know, he 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 got the bag and just got lazy. That's all it was. Yeah, I mean, like the the novelty of him picking out the next play before it happened got old real quick. Like he didn't give me anything other than that. Like it was fun the first year or two, but now it's like, all right, bro. Like people aren't watching for these guys, and I think, well, again, it's just me, but I'm not watching for him. I couldn't care less who does these games. And I think I really hope that after this dumbass Tom Brady contract for $300 million for however long it is, just shows that like, it doesn't matter who, what panel you have up there of X players or, you know, talking heads. I I, I want to watch the game like six 30 on Sunday when the, when it's kickoff, it doesn't matter. I just want to watch the game. Like I, it's That's all about the game, you know, like the, you're right. Like you just sit there and you hear Tony. Oh, here we go. Here we go. What's all on the line, Jim? Like who gives a shit? Like, I just, I don't know. They're just being grumpy, but I don't. Get off I, my I lawn, know. John. Get off yeah, my I lawn, know. John. I know. It's just, <laughs> <sighs> I guess you're right. Be better at your job. If they're giving you all that money, especially since like you literally came off the field and replaced Phil Sims in an apparent, like, you know, hostile takeover. But like, but at Sims first, it wasn't was, good either, though. Like, none of them are any good. N- none of them are any good. Uh, uh, it's all cliches now. They they're paid by the word. It's just like like let the moment breathe. Like, just there's no 
You don't need extra bullshit in there. We're watching on TV. We can see what's going on. Break down the play. Don't, don't listen. You want to say, oh, that was a really good pass. Oh, that was a really smart thing he did. You know, he, you know, instead of throwing it, he tucked it and ran it because he saw that the guy wasn't all whatever. Okay, fine. But don't give me this whole, well, you know, he's the greatest thing ever. And just the pure athleticism, like, just shut up. Like, I just, I don't have any time for it. I mute the goddamn TV when it comes down to it. It's just, oh, I, I, I have too much of my dad in me when it comes to watching these games because I could yeah, like, right, it's, I don't care about who does the games. I really don't like when they were like, oh man, Fox lost Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Who gives a shit? They'll find someone else. Not and true. you know what? Greg Olson and Burkhart just they're fine. Good, if not better. They're fine. Like they're fine. You know what? They're fine. And you know what? At this point, like we've said before, at this point in Joe Buck's career, maybe even Troy Aikman's career, they don't need to be doing a game a week. They don't need to be doing what do you call it? The traveling that they do. They, they do also one- guess what? They don't have to do playoff games anymore. Exactly. They do they're one done. game after a week. the after the wild card round. They're done. Right, they're done, and or that's the week, it. Maybe the divisional round, but like they were done. They were right, like they it. got to put their feet up on the couch for the NFC Championship game for once in the Super Bowl. They got to put their feet up on the couch and they're like, "We're never doing that shit again," you know? Right, and that's it. And they don't they don't have to worry about anything like that. They you know, they don't have to worry about doing the Super Bowl. They don't have to worry about doing the Super Bowl. None of that shit. Why is Yankee Stadium trending on Twitter? Maybe it exploded. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dylan Brooks. Um, there's a Chinese spy balloon flying over Montana, just so everybody knows. And the government, awesome. uh, Drew Holiday, is trending on Twitter. Um, he's he's an all star. Hooray! Is, is James Harden really fucking trending again? Um, J- James yeah. Harden did not make the all star team for the East, and and Joel Embiid's very upset about it. Um, whatever, yeah, man. Whatever. And LeBron uh, Joel- James is what fourth all time in assists now. He's fourth all-time in assists now, and he's about – I want to say he's like 60-ish points away. When I, I wrote originally, he was exactly 88 points away, but that was like three days ago. So he's like – I want to say like 60-ish, give he's or take. Close. He's getting real he's close. He's pretty close. There's I have a bet actually out on when he'll score his record-breaking point, and I have it that's for February actually, 9th. That's actually – I, I took that action. It's not a bad guess. Where do you think he actually falls, though? On your as what? On your top four, top five, top four, whatever you want he's, to call. He's he's probably in the top. I'll be honest with you. Probably he's definitely top five, maybe even top three, because I'm gonna be honest with you. Say what you want about you know going to the finals and losing or whatever, and Jordan went six times and won six times. I get all that, but Jordan didn't do what this guy does: defend, no, constant defense distributes the ball can score at will like and what he's doing honestly in his you know 20 whatever season he's averaging almost 30 points a game like it's i think lebron's legacy will be that he he will be known for the the most best he is probably he will probably be known for being a better more just a larger more muscular version of magic johnson but like just a better like scorer than magic johnson like he's he's a he's as good of a passer good of a distributor a better rebounder a slightly better scorer than magic johnson and like 
that's that's a unicorn in the NBA. Like you've only had I think the like he met like fair. I've always said the Jordan LeBron comparison was never an apples to apples comparison, other than no, like their legacy, so to speak. Like like Kobe Bryant was got made that man's soul rest in peace but kobe bryant was as close to michael jordan as we will probably see for another i don't know 15 20 years like kevin durant is not michael jordan or or kobe bryant in terms of like kevin durant's a pure scorer not a great defender not a bad defender not a great defender not a great rebounder so to speak not a great distributor of the basketball compared to those guys um lebron is just probably the best all-around skilled player and toughest motherfucker and durable, like super, super durable yeah, yeah, and, ad- and adapted his body three different times in his, in his life. Like first yeah. he was the skinny 18 year old who came out of high school and was a pure scorer and was good at passing and was good at rebounding. But he was like, you know, he was raw. Then he got jacked and he became a tough and then he learned how to bet, pet, play on the post. And then he played in Miami and he learned to share the share the glory and won a couple of championships. And then he went back to Cleveland and he learned how to be a leader and actually somehow kept Kyrie Irving in check. Because got like the Kyrie Irving not being batshit crazy while he was playing with LeBron in, in Cleveland in the year they it's won. It's one of his bigger accomplishments. It's one of his it's the biggest accomplishment of his career, of you know, outside of winning any championship because it's 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 fucking impressive now that we know Kyrie. Um, we all knew he was going to Lakers, and and then he changed his body again and changed his game again to play with Anthony Davis. Like the man has fundamentally changed his physique three times in his career so to adapt sits, to where he was. That's he impressive. Sits, he sits fourth all time for assists behind John Stockton, Jason Kidd, and Chris Paul. Who Three are point of the best guards, <laughs> right? Point guards. He's doing. He's assisting as a power forward. Stretch, you know, stretch four, and sometimes plays the five. That, I, so, I hate that fucking term. I, I mean, oh I think that's God. all. I think that's all Fugazi. In the last twelve to fifteen years, the, he's the, a power forward. He's basically like, a four, but like he played, but he plays point forward. He he plays point guard. He plays. He's played shooting guard. He's played. Mm-hmm. He's played all five positions. He's played all five positions. Times. Right, he's because the offense run through runs through him, so he's the point guard. But then when they need him to play power forward, he, he could be there. When he needs to play in the post, he's the center. He could be there. When so he needs he's to behind, be a wing player. He's a wing player. Like he's behind. He's he's behind the three best distributors of the ball, and just past Steve Nash. So so, so he's he. That's my. That's why he, comparing him to any other player, the problem you always run into is that like. He's not the absolute greatest at any one particular thing. I mean, he's like two. He's like the well, second or third best at at almost everything. At everything, right? Right, exactly. and there's and, and that in and of important. itself is the unicorn of him. Like he's not the he's best pure scorer team. ever. Michael Jordan was the best pure scorer. You could then say maybe Kobe was the second best scorer, and you could talk about Wilt and Kareem and 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 Magic and Bird, but like. Okay, he's in the top five of of pure scoring talents ever, you know, bar none. You could say he's one of the top five best distributors of the basketball and the best non-point guard to do it. Honestly, like that he's the the best rebounder out of anyone who's not a center or a power, a pure, true power forward. You know, yeah, is he as good as, you know, like, is he as good as like, you know, Dikembe Mutombo wasn't rebounding? No, but like. For somebody no, LeBron, who scores LeBron as much as he does, he's the best. 
his game is not rebounding because I looked at it. He's like 35th all time rebounding and but, he'll never. But, he never but the guy be, that's though. but the guy right. that's but look at the top 10 rebounds of all time. Uh, None Will, of them are Bill the Russell number Moses of them Malone. are the top 50 scorers of all time. Correct. Will Bill Russell, Moses Malone, Kareem, Artis Gilmore, Elvin Hayes, Tim Duncan, Carl Malone, Robert Parrish, Kevin Garnett. That's your top 10 of, of, of rebound. Okay, I'm actually I'm going to take that back. Most some of those guys are top 25 scorers of all time, but like you just don't have every everything. Like they're also not top 10 in assists. Like shout out to Carmelo. Correct. Get the fucking postman. No, but no, correct. But listen, no, no one's no one's catching Wilt. No one's catching Bill Russell because it's the 23 almost. Almost twenty four thousand, and Bill Russell had Chamberlain had almost twenty four thousand rebounds. Russell had twenty one thousand. The next closest was Malone at seventeen eight. It, you, right. No one's ever coming close. You know, I just. What is a different era? Completely. It's a different, different, era, different, different era. But even some of the modern guys on there, like they didn't even come close. Like Tim Duncan and and Kevin Garnett, like those are two good players, but. It's just amazing how he's done this for so long. Say what you want about his personality and why he went to certain teams and when and why, whatever. It it doesn't matter. He, wherever he goes, he gets his numbers, and it's it's the consistency is insane. Right, is quite. Insane. I think, I think I like I agree with you guys. I think that ultimately he's the most complete player we've ever seen, and I think he's the most complete player there ever will be. Like I don't think that all like you guys said all around. He didn't have to be the best at being a pure scorer or rebounder or at blocks or defender or whatnot, but is he top five in every category, like either talent wise or statistically? Yes. 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 Ultimately, like that's all you had to be like, he he was consistently good. And and defend and defending. Like that's another thing. Like, you know, you could argue like, He's as good as Kevin Garnett at rebounding and defending as Kevin Garnett was. But Kevin Garnett was never at like well, he'll Kevin Garnett can't sniff the number of assists he had. Like, but he made made, you know can't shoot the three like he does. He made chase down blocks in art form. Like, he made it cool. Did that? He made it cool to do chase down blocks. Who the hell else did that in the in the NBA? Nobody. Nope. And and the man averages in a 20 year career, the man averages 27, seven and a half, seven point three. Man averages almost a triple double. Like Right. That's it, and that's where you get to the Magic Johnson comparison, like the triple double machine. But like Magic Johnson was not the defender he was. I sorry, nope. can't say that. And Magic always had the uh, oh Showtime Lakers always had help, always had other talent on the scene. But- but he's he's the upgrade over what Magic should have been. You know what I mean? The if Magic doesn't get his, you know, his illness, it's it's a different story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Magic doesn't get AIDS. The longevity that Magic has and the number that Magic has, mm-hmm. he probably is two. You know what I mean? He probably is two or three. But sure, no, I, all, I don't all, disagree with that. That's that's definitely true. Yeah, all things considered, you know what I mean? It is what it is. But like. Comparing him to Magic, I think that he is a better version of Magic, and I don't think it's even close anymore. You know, yeah, I mean? and I like, think that's the apples to apples comparison, and I don't think there's anyone who's played the game 
since Magic that you can compare LeBron to effectively, that would be a really fair comparison. That's really, I mean, that's right. the last player. And that's, you know, you're going back to the eighties at that point. Like you're already going back 20 years, 20 to 30 years. And like before that Bill Russell or Kareem, like, I mean, you know, like, right. come on, like it's, it's, that's, there's so few like him. Yeah. Maybe we'll have another player that's like built like that. That's six foot nine, six ten that can play point, all five positions on the floor. But... Giannis. Giannis. Yeah. Yeah. Giannis he... is Giannis has the talent, but Giannis's instinct isn't to do like, they don't ask Giannis to do that. They don't, they don't ask need him to, to play they the don't five. Need to right now. They, they don't need oh. to because they have Brooke Lopez at center. They have Drew Holiday at the point. They have Grayson right. Allen who can shoot but, a three. Don't forget, two. You... they also have um, Bobby Portis. Right. Now, they have... now listen, they, they, they can let him play a traditional three or four. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, and he could score. And he could get his. And he he'll get, get his, his twenty-five to thirty. 30 you know. thirty and but, ten. But is Giannis capable? Absolutely. Is Giannis sure. probably going to be the best foreign-born player in NBA history? Yes. Uh, uh, Dirk. 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 Dirk's my guy. Don't forget Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili. No, those guys don't hold fucking Dirk's no, just, jock. That's that's a joke. I think uh, I, I think it's between Giannis and Dirk as and the best Dirk. foreign born. That's fair. Uh, that's fair. Maybe I think if, maybe Luca. Luca, I think will come. Luca needs the rings though. Luca needs, needs to win to two rings. championships, like right. to be like, oh yeah, no, he's better than Giannis. I mean, Giannis has a Giannis has a good like almost decade now. Where you're like, oh, he's the guy. Like he's real good, and he's got a chip. And like, Gian- if Giannis wins another one, then it's really like him versus Dirk for you know for best foreign born player. Yeah, I mean Olajuwon too, but Hakeem. I think Luca, Jokic, now Giannis. Those guys are pretty good. Long I mean, cut, right? Just sometimes it's 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 amazing to watch uh, Jokic play because it's just yeah, he's he so good. He's so under. Like it's a shame that he plays. So he got his triple double tonight, but it's like twenty-two, thirteen, and sixteen. That's like, insane. Like he he's averaging honestly for this season, he's averaging a triple double. Twenty-five, ten, and eleven. He's that's his average. As a center, that's as so a dumb. center, that's so dumb. Like there, there's there's no reason why it should be that that simple for him to just dominate on the basketball court. But. No, and he's and honestly, he's moving right up the list on the triple doubles all time. Like, and that's not a big list, but not, but the Jason, a show. the Jason Kidd list. It's well, it's well. Westbrook, Westbrook yeah. is number one. Oscar Robinson, Magic Johnson, Jason Kidd, LeBron, Jokic, Wilt, James Harden, Larry Bird, and Luca round out the top ten. Now Luca has fifty six triple doubles in his career so far. Jokic has ninety two. LeBron has one hundred and six. Now Jokic might actually have a shot at breaking that record because you could pretty much write down um, Jokic for a get- double double every almost every night. Like if you look at just right. just based on gambling numbers, if you look at his double double number, it's almost minus eight hundred every night. That's insane. It's, it's almost a guarantee. That's insane. There's no value in it. Like you even a even when they do the PPDs, the performance doubles, like they tag it with a win, 
it's still minus it's still yeah, minus it's, money it's not even plus money yeah cuz it's still a 66% chance they're going to win the game they cuz they're 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 winning two out of three like that's 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 nutty wow that's insane right. so like so but it, but okay case in point so i told you i took him to get a triple double tonight i didn't realize i did it i did a performance double a triple double and a win that's only plus 130 wow that's Wow, that's insane. Now it's gonna hit because they're up big, they're up by almost 20 and with like 20 seconds to go. But that's not a big bet. Like it's plus oh, money, God. but it's it's eh. you know, that's basically someone that's basically saying, like, yeah, they're gonna do what they're supposed to do tonight. You know, that's you know, Patrick Mahomes, uh yeah, over one and a half touchdowns. Like, you know, that's it's gonna happen. But anyway, wild. I, I, I leave you. I leave you all with this. The New England Patriots Twitter page oh, pulled a very good troll job today, like a very classy, but like slight kind of troll jab at Tom Brady. It was kind of funny. So last year on February 1st, 2022, Tom Brady retired. Mm-hmm. They tweeted. It was quite a ride. It was quite the ride. Thank you. And congratulations at Tom Brady. This year on February 1st, they retweeted that. And said, "Quite the ride, indeed. Thank you again, Tom Brady." <laughs> Just a pretty good like, job. Well, we, like, you're right. it's, it's already been said. So, what? Why do we have to say it again? There's only so much, you know, bowing down that you that you can that you can handle in one sitting. Honestly, well, well you you saw. Uh, did you guys see what Peyton wrote, or what Peyton said about him? Oh, I heard the. I, I didn't see. Yeah, he said really he wrote like a hand letter, a bottle of wine, the whole thing, and then he's like, yes, "I'm not writing exactly. another one." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Fuck it, I like." I already did this I, shit. I, I don't do it again. Yeah, and he's like, "I hear that he he goes back and he reads a letter all the time to to see what people write nice things about him." But he's like, "I'm not doing that shit again." Yeah, like, fuck I off. Did it once. Get it once. Yeah. Um. Real quick, Jeff McNeil got an extension with the Mets, which I love because one, it keeps him around, and two, it pushes back the compounding of paying players hundreds of millions of dollars because they're going to have to pay Alonzo. That's really all I have to say about it. So I think it's a good, it's a a good financial deal for McNeil for the Mets. It's very economical, and it opens the door for now being able to pay Alonzo maybe maybe a little bit more than what he's worth, but giving him the the hometown like hey we want you to stick around. The bigger question is if Francisco Alvarez has learned how to hit yet. Uh well, he's supposedly not even in the mix to be the full-time DH, so we'll see. He's right. going to start it's, he's going to start the the season in the minor leagues, which I don't know if I agree with, but I guess they're protecting their investment. They're protecting their service supposedly, time. Supposedly it's Neither uh, Alvarez, Vientos, or Batty are, are are getting any sort of look at DH. Awesome. None of them. Great. Okay. All cool. right. Yep. Cool. It. You know who are starting? It's going to be Vogelback. It's going to be Vogelback or Rough again. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be down. Did I see Vogelback? Is is did I see this? Am I making this up? Vogelback has lost some weight in the offseason already. Good for him. I need him to hit more than fucking two forty. Okay, you're the DH. Oh yeah, he uh, he's, yeah, he's uh, he he posted I'm, a he posted a picture with his uh um 
his wife is on their one year wedding anniversary. And it looks like he slimmed down a bit. Or if you're going to hit 240, be at least be like Nelson Cruz, who they should probably sign and uh, hit 40 home runs. How yeah, about that? like if you're going to hit 240, hit 37 home runs, please. Like, thank you. Not 22. You. Oh, like, Cruz. I thought Nelson Cruz signed already. He might have. I'm just saying, like, he was out there he for a while. The, he signed with the Padres. Oh, he's ring chasing, which is fine. A fucking ring chaser, whatever. Like, uh, you know what? At his whatever. at this point in his career, though, dude, That's I don't blame. He's I don't a blame bench, him. He's a bench player at this point. I know. Is I Nelson know. Cruz still going to get twenty to thirty home runs? What the fuck? He's not he getting five hundred at bats. He's probably not getting four hundred at bats at this point in his career. He's probably getting no, but you know, he'll three hundred he at bats. But he could give the guys. He could give a spell. He's to, give a spell to every guy, like three infielders. You know, pretty much. And, yeah. Be DH and he'll be and, and he'll DH here and there. Play the outfield for probably twenty games, you know. Yeah, play third in. third base twenty games, something like that, and call when, it a day. When you can platoon exactly. fucking Jose Abreu and freaking Nelson Cruz, you're you're doing something That's, right. Right, you give Ho, you right, you give Abreu the half a day off, let him DH because he's at that point in his career too, where you're gonna have to protect him. I I don't. It's a good move. It's just they're gonna be good. You know, they're going to be good this Padres year. Should, they should be good. Padres should Padres should challenge to win that division this year. They should really should ultimately, win. Ultimately, you have a three-man platoon at DH between Juan Soto, fucking Jose Abreu, and Nelson, riches on that team. And, and, and Nelson Cruz. That's your three-man platoon. Well, they're not going to be able to pay them all. They're not going to be able to pay them all. I mean, maybe I they will. They, I don't know. No, at at some point, you figure... Shit's shit's got to come to roost. You know what I mean? Like you, like you said, you can't pay them all. So, well, they're not getting rid of Machado, right? Well, he's a free agent after next year. But now, now you seemingly have fucking that outfield is ridiculous now because you have what Fernando Tatis Jr. at left. You have Mm -hmm. Trent Grisham at center. You have Soto and right, and then you have either. A platoon in left with Jose Abreu and freaking Tatis. And now you have Nelson Cruz who can play right and swap out with uh uh with Soto and right. So you have and that's not that's not counting what's his face, uh fucking uh the white guy. Oh, te- the- oh um hold on. Posmer. No, no, fucking, uh, what's his fucking name? Don't give me the ads, no, Padres. The, don't make me Center, give the, don't, don't make me pull up the depth chart. It's, it's something worth. His last name is worth. I know that. Something like that. Uh... Oh, hey, Matt Carpenter is on the Padres now. It's uh, so that there's another right fielder. Yeah, I was gonna say, don't forget about Matt Carpenter. Oh. Adam Engel? No, no. Oh, Jake Cronenworth. Cronenworth, that's Cronenworth, his fucking yeah. name. Oh, that yeah. guy. That who, guy. Who, who also can put him in fucking right field. So yeah, so and they've there got, you go. They've got Kim too, don't forget. Jeez. I, I know. They got they're fucking seems- so this is their depth chart. They've got you, Darvish, Joe Musgrove, Blake Snell, Nick Martinez, Seth Lugo, and Adrian Morgan. And then in the forget the bullpen, but catcher they have Austin Nola. Well, 
the, the bullpen is fucking stacked too because they got Pomeranz as setup man. Josh Hader. Josh. Luis Garcia. Suarez, yeah. Right. Yep. But they're stacked there. So at first base, I, Jake Cronenworth is their first is their first baseman with Matt Carpenter. Um, second base is Kim, probably Kim, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then third you have Machado. Machado. And shortstop is Bogarts. Bogarts. Bogarts or Kim or fucking Tatis if they or want Tatis, to Tatis, technically, I was going to say Tatis is, is, you know, hello. And then, then you left got... Field, left right, field, yeah. you got Soto, right? Or no, left well, they field, no, got... right field, so they got as, as a car is in left. Grish, Trent Grisham is in center. And, and then Juan Soto, Soto is right. in right. But you also have, like, they could play, Juan Soto can play any of the outfield positions. Honestly, Tatis, seemingly, and Tatis can play center apparently and le- and right allegedly. Right. I mean, it's just like it's like an embarrassment of like super fucking superstar utility players. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really want to see. I really There's, I don't know it. if they're going to be able to balance this. Like, looking at the names, I'm like, you got a lot of guys that are going to want to get 500 at bats. And there's like seven guys for five positions, or eight got eight guys for six positions. Eight, there's eight guys for five positions, basically. According and it's like, to RotoWire and RotoChamp, that's usually pretty damn spot on as far as projected lineups. Your projected lineup is Kim at second, then you have Soto and right, you have Machado at third, Bogart's batting cleanup. Cronenworth at first, Nelson Cruz DH. Uh, actually, sorry, flip that, flip that. You have Carpenter in right. You have Juan Soto in left. Austin Nola at catcher, and then Trent Grissom in center. That's that's insane. your that that's your one through nine. That's too and much. And then your starters are your for pitching is Darvish, Musgrove, Snell, Lugo, and Nick Martinez. That's absurd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so, my point. Nationally nationally it's gonna be fun. Nationally West is gonna be nutty. So but uh that's uh that's we'll talk about that in April. Absolutely. And we'll yeah. talk about the Super Bowl. We'll talk about the Super Bowl next week. Super Bowl preview yeah, we'll, next week. Come come we'll for the good prop bets. Let's go. I love it. It's gonna be tails, folks. And don't forget, like already said, the first play of the Super Bowl is a fucking kickoff. God. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> oh. But come on. It's true. Like, it's not wrong. Come on. Like, it's it's uh, true. <laughs> fucking guy. All right. I, We're getting I, lawyer tag a lot, everybody. On that note, we should go to bed. Yeah, yeah I'm done. I quit. I'm done. All I right. Quit. All right, guys. We'll see you later. Uh, again, thanks to uh, T Dubs, Jake, Belgium. And all the listeners out there, it's fun. We can't do this guy without you guys. So we'll be back, large in charge next week with back uh, better than ever. Yeah, that's right. All right, later, guys. Stay safe. Don't, don't drink and drive.